serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. It's time for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Jefferson City Renegades pregame show on the exclusive home for Renegades baseball, the Show Me Sports Network. We'll recap last night's highlights, set the stage for first pitch, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Jefferson City Renegades. The best pregame coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air. As the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew is ready in the Doc and Norm Direct broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Jefferson City Renegades baseball is brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City. Avon with Michelle Carty. Boone County Journal. Centurion Cares, Christopher Scott, Farmers Insurance, Doc and Norm Direct, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hoslog Landscaping and Design, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, River Oak Christian Academy, Sawdust Studios, State Tech of Missouri, and Walk Off Wood Bat Company. The excitement is building in the stands, and the tension is rising in the dugout as first pitch is just around the corner. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Renegades Radio Network and the Show Me Sports Network. Now let's go live to the field to the Doc and Norm Direct Broadcast booth. Just about ready to go in the bottom of the first inning here at Vivian Field as the Renegades will come to the plates in a 0-0 ball game. Leading things off this evening for the Renegades will be Cole Wagner, followed by Ross Lovich, and Luke Fuller, the DH bats third. There's a nice start in the top of that first inning for Brady Malpe. Went three of three out with two strikeouts. And now we'll see as Adrian Angle, Rangel, pardon me, takes them out. If he can do the same, strike one in there to Cole Wagner. Wagner, the left-handed pitcher facing the left-handed batting Cole Wagner. 0-1 pitch on the way, swung on a miss, and quickly behind 0-2 is the leadoff hitter, center fielder for the Renegades. Rangel into his wine, brings home the 0-2. This one misses low and away. Cut by Riccio behind the plate, and that'll make things 1-2. and two. If any of these three in the first can reach for the Renegades, it'll be Jackson Lovich, the cleanup hitter, who would then come to the plate. Back on the mound is Rangel. He's ahead one and two on Wagner and brings it home. Swung and hit far down the right field line. Is it going to stay fair? It will not. Gets out of play oh. and will do it again. That ball was hit well. Like, that was a nice, solid, nice, solid hit. He made good contact there. If he could have just kept it fair. Obviously much harder than it looks. But All you got to do is just straighten it out a little bit and it'll be right there. Yep. So now making the trot back towards the box, Wagner 
grabs the bat and will step back in, waits the one-two pitch. Wrangle's got the sign and will deliver. This one swung and once again hit foul back towards us and we'll do it again. Second straight foul ball hit by Wagner. I didn't jump this time. I'm the, getting better at this. Absolutely. We'll see though when we do have the first one that's like directly straight at us, have how both of us react to that one. Okay, but as long as other people jump, it doesn't make you look bad. Absolutely. One, two on the way. This one misses low and that'll even things up. So a prolonged at bat here for the leadoff hitter. Wagner facing Wrangle. Wrangle's now got the 2-2. He will wind and bring it home. This one swung and once again fouled off, so we'll do it again. That's been a long at-bat to start off our bottom of the first inning. Absolutely, and I'm sure for the Outlaws' sake, they didn't have the luxury of an off day yesterday like the Renegades did. So after going through all those pitchers on both Sunday and Monday, they had to play yesterday, and I don't know the final score, but I'm sure they would see if they could like to get some length out of Wrangle as this one once again fouled off, and... We're up towards seven or eight pitches in this in this first at bat of the ball one game. One batter. Yeah. Nice hustle there by Luke Fuller to go and track down that foul ball. And now for what is the third or fourth straight time, we will do the 2-2 pitch to the leadoff hitter Cole Wagner in center field today for the Renegades. Wrangles got it. Left-hander rocks and deals. This one Ooh. way inside. That'll wake you up as the leadoff hitter. And now it has run all the way full, so regardless of the outcome, a really nice bat for Wagner from the standpoint of just working it back from either 0-2, 1-2, whatever he was down, all the way back to full. Here comes the 3-2. This one swung on a miss. That'll go at strike three, and just like Malpe did in the top of the first inning, Rangel gets off and running in the bottom half with a strikeout, and that'll bring up Ross Lovich. From Overland Park, Kansas, Ross Lovich. We back-to-back left-handed hitters at the top of this lineup for the Renegades, this time Ross Lovich, who had a couple balls hit to the deepest part of the yard on Monday night in Joplin, but unlucky for him, Carson Carpenter was there to run him down both times, although Lovich did triple to lead off the game and then scored. This one misses low. Lovich scored twice, once on the triple in the first inning and then was the first of four straight Renegades batters that were hit by pitch in the seventh inning, scored then as well. 1-0 pitch. This one misses outside. Now 2-0 to the left fielder for Jefferson City. That was a really good game to listen to on Monday. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's seventh inning. You don't see many teams send nine hitters to the plate without a hit. But it was just walks and hit by pitches. And there were a couple innings like that for, for Joplin as well. It was a back and forth high scoring ball game. That one misses low and it's now 3-0 to Ross Lovich. Renegades looking to get on the board early. Brady Malpe delivered a scoreless top of the first inning just underway here at Vivian Field. And now one out, no one on in the bottom half. 3 on the way to Lovich. This one swung and grounded Ooh, down the first baseline. That's fair a fair ball. ball. Lovich is going to take the turn. He'll head to second base, running it down as Chun and right. And Lovich is into second base, standing with a one-out double in the first inning. That was a nice... Solid hit right there on the line. Just too far out of grabs for the first baseman of Joplin to get. Long made a diving attempt at it. It was hit right down that line, and by the time that got past the glove of the first baseman, Lovich was well on his way to second base and got in their standings. Now a one-out RBI opportunity for Luke Fuller, who also hit third against Joplin on Monday night. Lovich 
We'll see what he can do here facing the left-hander. First pitch is outside for ball one. Fuller doubled to bring in an RBI in the first inning and then scored two times after that along with a sack fly. So a really productive day for Fuller. And he's got a chance to do something here in his first at-bat of the evening. I love seeing all of our fans out tonight with their bingo boards. Absolutely. Ready for Win It Wednesday. Wednesdays at the ballpark. Last two have been bingo, this time doing blackout bingo. So yes. it should be a fun couple innings as these fans look to, to track down all the different things on that card. What, you got to get 16 different things, I think? Somewhere, maybe 20, somewhere in that variety. Yes. 2 0 the count now. Wrangle checks Lovich leading off a second, now brings it home. This one will be in there for a strike. This game, this inning started with Cole Wagner striking out, swinging, and what was a really long at bat. And then Lovich swinging 3-0, pulled one down the right field line for a one-out double, and now he leads off second base as the number three hitter for the Renegades has an RBI opportunity ahead now, 2-1 in the count. Look of Lovich at second, and now the pitch. They're going to say Fuller went. It was kind of a half swing, but he went around, and that evens things up at 2-2. Two and two. Good speed by Lovich out at second, so you have to think if Fuller can put one in the outfielders. These outfielders are playing pretty deep. You'd have to think that Lovich would score from second base. The 2-2 pitch on the way. This one fouled off to the backstop, and we will do it again. Jackson Lovich, third baseman, waits on deck. Played shortstop on Monday night tonight, starting at third base. Reached base a couple of times on a single and an error. Will potentially have a big opportunity here if Luke Fuller can't drive in Lovich from second base with one out. Rango looks back at second, now brings home the 2-2. This one misses low, and it's run full. Second full count of the game for Rango, the starting pitcher for Joplin. Third three-ball count. Went 3-2 to Wagner, 3-0 to Lovich, and now has gone 3-2 again to Luke Fuller, the DH. Right-handed batter versus left-handed pitcher. 3-2 on the way. This one called strike three. Fuller knew it, and he trots back to the dugout. Four out, number two. No argument there from Fuller. I think he no, knew that was called strike that. three. So after the called strike looking, two strikeouts for each of these pitchers here in the first inning, and that'll bring up Jackson Lovich. So that's his brother out there on second base. It then, is. Right? Would, would be some family fun mm -hmm. to drive him in from second base here and score the first run. Ross Lovich takes his lead off second as Jackson swings and misses for strike one. Ross, sophomore at the University of Missouri. Well, Jackson, Jackson also will be attending University of Missouri. This one hit foul, and that makes things 0-2. Rangel looking to get the third out of this inning and leave Lovich stranded out there at second base after he doubled down the right field line with a one out. Strikeouts before and after and now head 0-2. This one will miss high and away and that runs things to 1-2. and two. Lovich can reach and extend this top of the first. It'll be Jack Matashek, right fielder. The one, as you said, sporting the bright, bright red cleats. He's got the red elbow, elbow guard on there as well. Pitch on the way. This one swung, hit out right to second base. Hole. Bressler sliding, stop, and nicely Dang. done. Nice play. I thought like you did that that was going to get in the hole. It was all the way through in my brain. Bressler made the sliding stop and threw to first to retire Lovich to end the inning. So Renegades get a runner in scoring position, but don't bring him home. We're scoreless 0-0, headed to the second on the Show Me Sports Network.
Hello, Blake Gazaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. All righty, back for the top of the seventh, second inning. Part of me, top of the second inning here on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt, joined by Ashley Carty here for some Renegades baseball on this Wednesday evening. It's a really nice top of the first inning for Brady Malpe. We'll see if he can replicate it. First pitch grounded to short. Uh, it's up with it. He will make the long throw over to easy first. Outs. And Nolf has got it. Like you said, easy outs. One pitch and one out for Malpe. He's looked really good here to start out this ball game. Didn't even have time to introduce Bruff, who is DHing for the second straight game. He caught back at the same place on Sunday night. And he is a one pitch, one out, courtesy of Brady Malpe. It's now back into his wind, delivers the first pitch to this batter, Garrett Chun. That one a called strike. Chun started in Monday night's game and blasted one over the right field wall for a solo shot. 0-1 pitch on the way. This one misses outside, makes it 1-1. One one. That ballpark in Joplin, not only is there a hill, the hill is beyond the warning track, so you really got to get into one, and Chun did just that to drive it out for a solo shot. And that one's a called strike. That makes it one and two. Right on the corner. They seem to really enjoy the corners tonight for strikes. If that's going to be called all night long, I think we've got a pitcher's duel on our hands. One, two on the way. This misses way high, and that runs things even two and two. Ooh, that breeze is coming back too. If that could stick around for the next couple of hours, I would be very appreciative. This one misses low and it's run full. Good stop by Joe back there behind the plate. I think we have a couple kids that are contemplating spinning the prize wheel or maybe just. I think they might be excited for one of our in-between any games. This one grounded full and it'll stay full. This one grounded foul and it'll stay full, excuse me. Words are hard sometimes. Very hard. I have had my fair share, and we're just off and running. And There'll be more throughout the broadcast. Now Malpe will do the 3-2 again. One out, nobody on. This one, that one grabs a corner but is not called, maybe just a little bit outside. And Shun will trot down to first base with a leadoff walk. That one missed just as Chun batted from the left side. That one missed just off the outside corner. So probably a good call there, but 
that corner has been very close to being called, at least early in this one. So kind of just expected at this point. Yes. I, I think Malti delivered a good pitch there, but that's that's a borderline call for sure. Didn't get it this time, and now a leadoff base runner for Joplin. He's not a leadoff base runner. That first out happened so fast you forget it happened. As now Chun takes off for second, and as he is in there on the wild pitch. You're good, Joe. You're good. That one just got away from the catcher, Joe Hersler. Just got stuck right under him. It didn't even roll too far. It's those that I think are the hardest because you expect it to yes. kick away and you're looking around, then it's and right it under your feet. Right in between his feet. Chun, a pretty good runner, was able to make it pretty easily he to second base. He took a pretty base. big lead, though, there, too. Even at second, he's got a good start out there. We'll see if they try to put him in motion to third as Lovage plays pretty far in, right on the edge of the grass at third base. And now 2-0, they're going to go out and have a meeting at the mound between Hersler and Malby is batting in this 2-0 count. It's Carson Carpenter, the center fielder. Max Brush started this inning with a one-pitch ground out to the shortstop before Chun. Full count to walk after a couple foul pitches and then just made it on down to second base. So a one-out runner in scoring position for Joplin. Chun, like you just mentioned, Ashley, taking a pretty good lead out there at second base. Shortstop Ott maybe shades a little towards second, but they play pretty straight-up defense. Maltby will check him. Looks back a couple times. Now brings home the 2-0. Swung on and missed. Carpenter went chasing there. That would have been ball three, but Maltby will take it. and is now 2-1. and one. I'd like to see more people filing in here at the ballpark, especially bingo night. Yes. bunch of different groups we have out here. It's Like you said, not as sticky as it was a couple nights ago, so it turned out to be a pretty good night for baseball. 2-1 pitch, swung and grounded foul, and that'll leave things up 2-2. Two and two. Joplin as their first base runner of the game. Do not have a hit yet as this one came via walk. Still looking for their first hit off of Maltby, who had a really smooth top of the first inning. Had two strikeouts, one looking, one swinging, with a flyout sandwiched in between. Tried the first batter of this inning before the walk. Now has a runner at second base after the wild pitch. This one grounded to first. Nolf has got it. He is going to feed. Maltby covering, and he steps on the bag for out number two. Chun started to turn around third base, but wisely did not go any farther. And Mulpey is now an out away from stranding that runner as he gets the ground out for the second out of the inning. Wasn't sure whether Nolf was going to take that to the bag himself and try to win the race or feed Maltby. But a good throw and met Maltby right at the bag for the second out of the inning. You see you see feeds like that go awry often, and that one was well done by the Renegades. Was well executed, I would agree. So now Joe Riccio will bat. No runner on third, two outs. This one grounded foul. I like that name, Joe Riccio. He's the third different catcher in three games for, for Joplin. With these high-scoring long innings, they had Bruff behind the plate on Sunday nights before having behind the plate on Monday night. They had Corey Syracuse. So now third different catcher back there. Malpe looking to strand the runner at third. Two outs, 0-1 pitch on the way. Swung Ooh. and hit high in the air out to center. Going out is Ott. Coming in is Wagner. Wagner's going to make the catch Easy. and end the inning. Easy for Wagner moving in. Got under it to end the inning. So Joplin gets a runner. Do not get it hit, though, and strand him at third base. We'll go to the bottom of second scoreless. Stay with us. 
At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421-5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com. Centurion Cares, innovative communication solutions. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Bum, ba, dum, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Welcome back to Renegade Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt, joined by Ashley Cartier as we are just underway here at Vivian Field on this Wednesday evening. Second of, excuse me, third of four straight games between Joplin and the Renegades. First two came on Sunday and Monday. A Renegades win on Sunday night in walk-off fashion before a 11-9 loss on Monday on the road. Has us here in a 1-1 series. Adrian Rangel did give up a base runner in his bottom of the first inning on a double to Ross Lovich, but stranded that runner with two strikeouts and a ground out, and he'll go back to work here in the second, facing Jack Matashek to lead it off. First pitch, that one's low. Ball one, good take by Matashek. Maybe he was distracted by those nice red cleats. I think I would be. Has he been wearing those all season? Because mm -hmm. I'm surprised it's the first time I've noticed those. You would think they'd stand out in uh, the contrast with the yellow and, and white pants. 1-1 one, one counts. Back into the lineup. Pitches delivered. This oh. one's lined out to short. And making the catch on the fly is Liam Bailey for out number one. That bat will probably not be seen again. I believe, like you said, that will be a broken bat. And speaking of broken bats, handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin, bat grips, and batting gloves. As this one, I said, high in the air to right field. This will be one pitch and out number two. As flying Taylor out Hopkins. is Taylor Hopkins. That bat ended so quickly, I didn't get the chance to tell you to give Walk-Off Wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. So one pitch fly out by Taylor Hopkins, hit down the right field line. As Chun made the catch, and very quickly, just I believe four pitches in, Hedrian Ringle has gotten two outs against the Renegades, and he might get out number three. Hit to shallow center. Coming on, or actually going out, is Liam Bailey, and he makes the catch. So a five-pitch inning to get three outs, and the Renegades are down in order. We'll head to the third inning. Still scoreless. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a moment. Moex, Dock and Norm Direct, is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel, sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls. 
group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond, we do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dr. Norm Direct. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business hi this is nick hoslog owner of hoslog landscape and design every day my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of by focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving jefferson city and the central missouri area thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the reader's choice awards and jefferson city's best multiple years running when you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com Welcome back to Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. We are just headed to the top of the third inning here at Vivian Field for what has been a pitcher's duel so far. And we'll see if that continues. Brady Maltby certainly hoping to keep it that way on his end as he has pitched really well so far in the first two innings. Got two strikeouts and a flyout in the first. Gave up a walk in the second but straighted him at third thanks to a ground out and a flyout. And that has us here heading to the top of the third. This inning he will face with Mancy, Johnson, and then back to the order for Bressler. With Mancy now into the box, left-handed hitter playing left field tonight, and we are ready to go. This pitch swung on and missed, actually fouled off the umpire's mask. Foul ball that got both the catcher and the umpire. You don't see that too often. That should be a point on your bingo card. That would be a, a pretty rare one. Maybe you get maybe you get an extra prize if you're able to fill in that square. 0-1 pitch now on the way. This one just misses. That one was pretty close. Did not get the call, and it'll be 1-1 one one to Mancy. Zero, 0 our score here in the top of the third inning. Both team had a couple base runners on, but nothing yet. That one a called strike, and it's now 1-2. and two. Joplin, no hits, one base runner on a walk. Renegades do have just one hit. Their only base runner on a double by Ross Lovich. Everyone else retired. One-two pitch on the way. The wind, the kick, and the delivery. This one grounded out to second. Hopkins got it on a couple hops. And throw to first. Nolf's got it, and that's out number one. Nicely done from Hopkins and Nolf. So after the first batter of the inning is retired, we'll go to the number nine hitter, Carson Johnson. Don't believe we've seen him yet at any point in this series. Johnson not in the lineup on Monday, and I don't believe in the lineup Sunday as well. Sweet so bats here in the number nine spot. First pitch to the bat on the way. He went. That'll be strike one. Malpe has looked really, really good here so far. Let's see if he can keep it up. Like I mentioned, what I believe is last start, he went six innings. It was a seven-inning game, so Renegades only had to use one pitcher out of the bullpen. This one misses. Evening things up at one and one. That was our weekend in Iowa that ended up getting rained out everywhere. 
was supposed to be a much longer road trip than it was, and this one is hit fouled on the right field line, going out as Hopkins coming in. Matashek, Matashek slides oh. and just can't make the play. It was a foul ball anyway. Yes. I'm not a biggie. Nope. And that'll make things two strikes. I think kept curving foul, and Matashek actually was was on the dirt, maybe on the gravel if that's what it is. Yes. It's a when little it, rough. Went into a slide, just missed on that one. It bounced over the fence, but. Like you said, foul, so no no biggie. We'll see if Maltby could come back now ahead one and two and finish this batter off. Carson Johnson, third baseman, and our train will turn it back to the top of the order is Maltby, one ball, two strike, one out. The kick, and this one is Ooh, lined, caught right by Maltby. Right Brady's hands. About as good <laughs> as you can do it there, as I thought that one was headed for center field, but Maltby had other plans. I don't even know if I could, like, react that well, that quickly. Great reaction time by Mulpey on the mound. Caught that to his left about, about knee high and keeps the runner off the base pass. So first time through the order, Mulpey retires eight of the nine that he faced. They will now look to finish off this inning as a called strike one to Caden Bressler. Bressler has been in the leadoff spot in all three games of this series. Caught looking in his first at-bat. This one strike two. I might catch him again. Excuse me, Bristler hit second on Monday night. So he's been in the top of the order both games so far. 0-2 looking to punch him out for the second time. Pitch on the way, this one outside and makes things one and two. I'll be looking to complete a third scoreless inning of work. He's been efficient, has a couple strikeouts already, and that lineout might have been the hardest contact he's produced he's let happen all day. This one misses, two and two the count. Nice stop back there behind the plate from Joe. Sorry, I'm a first name person, so all you listeners are just going to have to remember who's who. I think at this point they're starting to pick it up. This one fly to left, Lovich is under it, he's got it, and that ends the inning. So one, two, three seconds, one, two, three in the game for Malpe, and we'll head to the bottom of third. Still scoreless, we've got a pitcher's duel, don't go anywhere. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. River Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, River Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. River Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include three and five full-day sessions with kindergarten offering a half-day and full-day program. To find out more about River Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. 
And we're back, and Ian Nolf has already received strike one. Batting in the bottom of the third inning. Nolf looks at that one for a one and one. Didn't miss much while you're away. Just one pitch, and it was a strike. But after the second pitch was well. Now one and one. This one swung and hit foul down the right field line. That one gets out of play. So it'll be one and two on the Renegades first baseman. Adrian Rangel, like Maltby in the top of the inning, going out for his potential third scoreless inning. He has been really good so far. Has retired six out of the seven Renegades batters that he's faced so far. And now ahead one and two. This one swung and hit foul once again. So it'll stay right at one and two. Joe Herschler. The Joe that Ashley always refers to is on deck. And then Cole Wagner, leadoff hitter to follow. 1-2 pitch to Nolf. Left-handed pitching Wrangle has got it and brings it home. This one swung and hit weakly. Coming in at third is Johnson. He's got to make the throw across, and he does. Nice job hustling up the line by Nolf. He actually made that pretty close. Maybe beat him by a step or a half a step. But regardless, it is a ground out to the third baseman to get this bottom of the third inning going. Now Joe Herschler steps in, the number nine hitter for this Renegades lineup. Looking to snap what has been five straight Renegades that have been retired. No pressure. Looks at strike one here. Rangel has really looked locked in ever since he had that double given up to Lovitz. It's actually been six straight batters retired. This one swung on a miss, and that makes things 0-2. Back to the top of the Renegades lineup after Herschler finishes this at bat. 0-2 pitch working quickly as Rangel and he delivers just one hit on our line Ooh, to third right and that'll get past the glove. glove. Hit off the glove of the third baseman Johnson. Herschler takes the turn at first and that'll go down as an error but regardless it is a base runner for the Renegades as they've got one on with one out. Bringing us back to the top of the lineup with Cole Wagner, number four. It was a play that Johnson probably should have made at third base, but it was a really hard hit ball, and it took a hop right in front of his glove, and it went just right off the glove and into left field for a base, not a base hit, but an error that allows Herschler to get to first base. So now a base runner, second one of the game for the Renegades. Got one hit so far, now Wagner steps in, hits this one foul, just... That looked like a changeup. I think you are right there. It was moving off the plate, and Wagner just got a piece of it to foul it off, makes things 0-1. Third batter of this inning, Ian Nolf was retired to lead it off on a pretty close play, a ground out, and then Herschler just reached on an error. Ooh, shows butt, him. And they're going to say it hit him. Did he get the bat back? If the bat was in front of the plate, it's a strike, but they're going to say that that's a hit by pitch, I believe, and that would give Cole Wagner first place. He's moving towards first. It was a play where Wagner squared around to bunt. That pitch ran way inside, and now they're going to meet, discuss whether that was going to go down as a foul ball or hit by pitch. They rule hit by pitch. It's always tough with those because he was squared around, so I wasn't sure if they called. But so after a brief discussion, goes down by a hit by pitch, and now the Renegades have two runners on with one out. Herschel moves up to second, and Wagner gets first base. It's now the only Renegade so far that has a hit in this ballgame. I believe the only player on both sides that has a hit in this ballgame. And that is Ross Lovich looking to drive in a run here. 
Did he go around? They're going to say that he did, and that is strike one on the left fielder for the Renegades. Oh, it's in his first at-bat. Pulled one down the right field line that got past the diving first baseman. That was not a strike. Don't lie to me like that. Oh, he I thought he was safe. Okay. Was I good. thought, I thought they ruled that they went around. <laughs> yeah, at least I know our, our home plate umpire is on it tonight. He's got my back. There we go. That one was a strike. I, it was close. I thought he went around, so that's when I Don't saw him point. Don't scare me like that. I apologize, and the count is now even one and one. Now runners off of second and first. Herschel off second. Wagner off first. 1-1 one, one pitch oh. is lined out to right. Is it going to get down? It is not. It is going to be caught out there and right by Chun. Oh. Quick throw back in. Gets away. But what did that boy do? runners will stay held. I couldn't see. My view of Bressler is blocked. So I didn't see. That was not a badly hit ball by Lovich at all. And it curved right. I thought it might get down. But Chun was over to make the catch. Runners could not advance because it was hit so hard. And that will be out number two. So now it's going to have to be a two-out RBI if the Renegades want to get on the board here. And it would have to come from Luke Fuller, who struck out looking on a full count his first time up. Second at bat for him with a runner in scoring position. He's got two runners on here. This one misses outside. That one is ball one. It is Herschler off a of second base who reached on an error with one out. And then right after that, Cole Wagner was hit by a pitch on a play where he squared around a bunch so first and second two outs now and Luke Fuller in this one swung on a missed over that one and that even things up one and one looks like his number tonight Luke Fuller is wearing number 11 fun fact got a pretty good gap there on that right side if you could punch one Ooh, into right field yeah, right there between that central bank capital region sign this one hit high in the air. Yeah. Going out is Bressler coming in. It's Sean. It's going to be Bressler who makes the catch, yeah, and that ends the we inning. About, he hit it towards I that spot, but he's got to hit it on a line or on the ground. That one was popped exactly. up, and that ends the inning. So we will go to the fourth. All pitchers duel early. 0-0 our score. Stay with us on the Show Me Sports Network. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie. Back for the fourth inning here at Vivian Field as we've got Renegades versus Joplin Baseball. Freddie Malpe back out there for his fourth inning of work as he has looked really good so far. Malpe, three innings, has faced just one over the minimum, and that was on a walk to Garrett Chun back in the second inning. Outside of that, it's two strikeouts, a couple of groundouts, and a couple of flyouts. We'll see how deep he's able to go this evening. 
Malpe going through the top of this Joplin order here in the top of the fourth will face Liam Bailey, Michael Long, and Max Bruff. Bailey now steps in, right-handed batter. Flew out on just one or two pitches to right field his first at-bat. And this one is in there for a called strike to begin at-bat number two. Oh, man. Now that the sun's going behind those clouds, those trees are helping us out in that breeze. It's going to be a beautiful night for baseball. I'm, I'm a big fan of the current weather conditions compared to Sunday night. So yes. we'll say that. 1-1 one, one count to Liam Bailey. We're going to get things started here in the fourth. No runs and only one hit for both teams combined through the front three. That one hit came courtesy of Ross Lovich, who had a double back in the first inning. Renegades were not able to bring him around. Renegades have had a couple of base runners, but have not hit with the runners in scoring position so far. And meanwhile, Joplin just had one base ball, runner. He got the second, one. but was as this one misses for this a ball. Second pitch. Chun made it to third base, but then That's was left there as Joe Riccio flew out to center to end the second inning. Yeah. So this one misses away, and we have now run four to the shortstop, Lee and Bailey, to begin this fourth inning. That's a ball. Foul ball. All right, so pitch on the way from Mopey. This one hit Ooh. on the ground between third and short. Lovich, nice pick on the short hop. Guns nice at the first. Play. That was a really nice defensive play. Lovich made that look easy at third. I'm going to say that worked for Jackson because he's got those long legs and long arms out there. He, he That was a kind of a short short hop right in front of him. He picked it no problem and then threw on the money to Nolf at first base. And I think you're right. He made that look easy just gliding towards that ball. And that's a ground out for the first out of the inning. So it'll turn over to Michael Long, who is the third out of the first. Struck out swinging. Looking to do some damage here is... This game's moving at a pretty good pace with both pitchers looking really good so far, that being Maltby and Adrian Rangel. Ball oh. one here. Oh, man, I wanted to say that. It was in the dirt. A little bit low. You want to call this pitch? Yeah. Okay. I got it. I bet it's going to be a strike. Okay. Or a hit. And a catch by the left fielder, who I don't know who that is. That is Lovich out there in left, who okay. makes the catch for out number two, so... But if he wouldn't have hit that ball, that totally would have been a strike. Absolutely. Because it was a good, good pitch. It's been both of the Lovich brothers making the first two outs of this fourth inning. And a ground out and a fly out. First pitch. That one's a called strike to Max Bruff, who from the very first pitch of his first at-bat grounded out. Huh? Yeah. Strike one. Bruff now hits this one, but that this one... That would be strike two because it was a foul ball. It was. Way foul ball. So Brady Malpe now a strike away of getting through four innings scoreless. Faced just one over the minimum, a walk to Garrett Chun. 0-2 pitch on the way. This one misses low, makes it one and two. And it was a little bit outside. Yes. I got this next one, though. Okay. One ball and two strike to Max Bruff, the D.H., Oh, swing and a miss. Throw down to first, and he is out. So after three and a half innings, the score is still 0-0. Zero to zero. Thanks for tuning in to Show Me Sports Network, home of the Jefferson City Renegades. We'll see you soon. Direct is back.
better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Stop and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel, sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Stop and Norm Direct. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business all righty back for the bottom of the fourth inning here at vivian field between the renegades and the outlaws pretty malpy through four innings has not allowed a hit so far just allowed one base run that was a walk he has looked really really good and the same can be said for edrian Rangel. he is only allowed one hit allowed a couple of base runners but just the one hit as he now faces Jackson Lovich. Flies in the air to shallow center coming in. And Carpenter Ooh. is not going to make that catch. It falls. And that'll be a blue pitch first of the inning. The perfect placement right there. Just a little too far for center field to run in on. Carpenter, I thought, might have had a play on that one. Could not get to it in time. And that falled in just in front of him as Lovich reaches. So turn over to Jack Matashek. Topic of conversation so far on this broadcast for his footwear, the bright red cleats, and now bats with a runner on and nobody out. Lovitch, who just singled to begin this inning. I bet, what's his name, Jackson? Strike one, Jack. Jack. No, not that one, on first. Oh, Lovitch. yes, Jackson, Jack, yes. correct. I bet he's going to be pretty fast, because like I said earlier, he's got super-duper long legs. We'll see if he's on the move oh, at any oh, point. Oh, oh. They tried him, but he made it back safe to first base. It's got to be tough for Lovich at first because it is a left-handed pitch, so he's looking directly at him. Long is holding him on at first base on top of the bag, so not a huge lead out there. His left-handed hitting Matashek faces the left-handed pitcher, 0-1. This one swung on a missed, and it's very quickly 0-2 after Jackson Lovich led off this bottom of the fourth inning with a bloop single to center field. Just the second hit of the ballgame, second hit for the Renegades. Renegades looking to be the first on the scoreboard. 0-0 our score on the bottom of the fourth. Nobody out. This one hit on the ground, but that's foul. We'll do it again in just a moment. Three base runners. There are now four bases in front of the game so far for the Renegades. Rolosilovich double. A hit by pitch on Cole Wagner. Joe Herschler reached on an error. And Jackson Lovitz just had the second hit, a single to center field. So base runner on for the Renegades. They've had a base runner in three out of four innings so far. And Jack Matashek looking to advance him over or get on base here. This one misses low. 1-2, now the count, nobody out. Freddie Mulpey has pitched excellent so far on the other side for the Renegades. Four innings, just one base runner allowed a walk and a couple of strikeouts. 1-2 pitch, oh, and they've got him picked. They throw to first, Lovich to second, and he is going to be tagged out. It was a good pickoff move, and Lovich was on the I move. Know, that, was, that was a tricky play, throwing it behind the runner. With a left-handed pitcher, you've got to be sure he's delivering to home plate. Lovich took off early, and they had him 
A dead duck throws him out at second base. That'll go down as a pickoff in the first out of the inning. And now still one and two count on Matashek. Back into the line, and here it comes. This one hit on a line to second. Right Diving is wrestler. And like you mentioned, right in the hole, that gets into right. That'll be a one-out single after the eliminated base runner. So back-to-back -back back -back hits by the Renegades. Maybe they're starting to find something on the offensive side. With Jackson Speed, he probably would have scored on that, that blooper there. At the very close. At the very least, he is standing at third base, but was just eliminated on a pickoff attempt. So now it's runner on first once again and one out. This one hit by Taylor Hopkins. That's foul. It'll make it 0-1-1. Lovich started this inning with a single to center before being picked off on play where it looked like he was trying to steal and then Jack Matashek in a 1-2 count just hit a very hard hit ball past the diving glove of Bressler into right field for a one-out single. Hopkins does not chase that one. Good eye there and it's 1-1. Colby Ott on deck and Ian Noll to follow if any of them reach. Renegades have now three hits. Starting to get things going on the batting side. Have not allowed a hit on the pitching side. This one swung on a miss makes things one and two. I guess I'm not supposed to say that. That's kind of a broadcaster <laughs> jinx. If if he gives up a hit here in the top of the fifth inning, I take full you're responsibility. Fired. You are so fired. That's on me. And you're stuck listening to me for the rest of the game. Sorry. One, two pitch, one out. This one swung hit in the air to right. Under it is Chun. Moves back a step and makes the catch for out number two. Hopkins... Put pretty good wood on that one, but flew it almost directly to Chun, and that is out number two. So now still with a runner on first, now two outs. That'll mean Colby Ott stepped in. Colby hit a line out to Liam Bailey out at short on the first pitch of his first at-bat, and that ended the second inning. I want to thank everyone for tuning in tonight on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt alongside, Lee, alongside me, Ashley Carty. Is that strike one to Ott? <laughs> Fans definitely did not agree with that call. Letting the umpire have it there. It's now 0-1-1 to Ott. Pitch on the way. This one not called a strike. think the fans are like that one. And it is 1-1. One one. Not a big lead off of first base from, first base from Mataschek. Renegades, I'm sure, don't want to make the mistake of getting picked off twice in one inning. 1-1 one, one pitch. This one called strike. Tell you what, on these call strikes, he's it's not right away. He's getting up out of the crouch and then Taking calling him. Yep. Got to be a little bit more dramatic. So one to the counts. Adrian Rangel looking to get through a fourth scoreless inning on just three hits allowed. He's ahead one and two to Colby Ott. Pitch on the way. This one hit Ooh. high on the air, out in shallow Very right. High. Coming in is Chun curling towards the line, and he makes the Ow. catch. Nice grab on the run, and that is out number three. So Renegades get two hits, but do not get anyone in scoring position, and we stay scoreless. Head into the fifth. Don't go anywhere. 0-0 Renegades net loss. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. 
Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. We are moving quickly through this one here at Vivian Field. Just about an hour in, we are already in the fifth inning as it's been an absolute pitcher's duel. Shades of last week where we got through like 11 innings and in I think two and a half hours. It's yes. Very, very similar. Renegades lost that one. Hopefully they're on the winning end tonight. Offense is still looking to get into it as we head to the fifth inning where Brady Malpe is absolutely dealing. Through the front four, he's got three strikeouts to go with just one base runner given up, and that was a walk where Garrett Chun made it to third base, but thanks to a ground out of flyout, did not cross to home, and that has kept us scoreless to where we're at now. Did you know that was Garrett Chun up to bat right now? And you just good, talked about him. Good timing. I'm like, did you do that on purpose? Uh, I'll say I did, but in all honesty, I, uh, that was just <laughs> luck. So it'll be Chun, Carpenter, and Riccio with Mancy to follow if any of them reach. Malpe back on the mound to start this top of the fifth inning. This pitch is up and away for ball one. I was one of those where it's so close you don't know whether he's going to get up uh, the, the umpire and give a delayed strike call, but not there, and it's 1-0. This pitch also misses high. 2-0 now to the right fielder for Joplin. Chun has had to track down a number of fly balls on the defensive side of Renegades of Especially the left-handed hitters have hit a bunch out to his way. Now 2-0 pitch from Malpe. This one misses low. All the way back to the backstop. I don't want to guess, but it looked like Malpe was really trying to reach back and pump the fastball in there and just could not find the spot. So now 3-0 to Garrett Chun, looking for his second walk of the game. First time I was on 3-2, this time it's 3-0. And this one misses, so it'll be a four-pitch leadoff walk for the Joplin right fielder. He'll trot down to first base to begin this top of the fifth inning. So with Sean now on first base, will be Carson Carpenter, who came up with Sean also on in the second inning, but grounded out to first. I'm sure the Renegades would love for him to put one on the ground again here. That would be a perfect opportunity to roll up a double play. Perfect opportunity. Nolf holding on Chun at first base. Malpe's first pitch is swung Ooh. on and missed. Carpenter tried to go down to get, get 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 to that one, bent the knee a little bit, but could not find it. Outside of Nolf holding on the runner at first, pretty much straight up defense. Maybe Jackson Lovich playing in a little bit at third base, just on the edge of the grass. But second and short playing almost straight up. 0-1 pitch is hit on the ground to first. Nolf's going to go to second for one. Relay throw back to first, and that's not going to be a double play throw. Got away, but good oh. backup defense there by Hopkins. Keeps the runner at first, and the yes. Renegades eliminate the lead runner. Got what you wanted, a ground ball, but couldn't turn two. Nolf fielded that one on a hop, went to second base. Ott caught it for the first out, but the return throw was, even if that's on target, I think Carpenter beats that one out as they had to go the long way. Either way, they get the lead runner on fielder's choice, and that is out number one. So with one on and one out, that'll bring in Joe Riccio, who flew out to center field to end the second inning. He's got a runner on and 
Carpenter takes a bigger lead at first. This one misses for ball one. I'm going to make a guess here that we see Carpenter off and running at some point in this at bat. Oh, he's also pretty tall and skinny out there, so I just assume that those people can be pretty fast. Outlaws have not done well. <laughs> Took an extended I'm lead like, there on that one. He was hopping around out there. I thought he was going for it. Pitch was a called strike switch one one Joplin has not done a good job hitting the ball tonight. They still don't have one. And with a runner on, you would think they'd maybe be a little bit of intention to try and get him over in the scoring position. They've had just one runner in a scoring position tonight and are hitting 0 for 2 in that spot. This one gets away to the backstop, and that is going to allow Carpenter to trot up to second base. So no even need to steal as that one got away. And now with one out, runner at second base. It was low and outside. Herschel tried to grab it on the backhand, but it got past him. That'll go as a wild pitch. And it allows Carpenter, with, without even a throw, to trot right on up to second base. So now, Malpe will have to deal with a runner in scoring position. Good speed out there at second in Carpenter. Malpe will check him, and now pitch. Ooh, this one gets the batter. The and that'll be a hit by pitch. One of the few that you don't see wearing an elbow guard there. Bruff wasn't wearing one, and that's right where it got him. But he will get the free pass. We'll try down down there. So now two runners on for the Outlaws. First time they've had multiple base runners on all night. It'll be first and second base. It was a 2-1 count. Malpe tried to pitch him inside and miss with it. And that led to a hit by pitch. And that is also going to lead to a meeting at the mound just between Herschler and Malpe. Get a game plan ready to go. That was a quick, quick little talk up at the mound. I'm sure he's saying just throw strikes. Malpe is... Not that hard, bro. Let's go. Malpe has recorded one out, but it was a four-pitch walk to Garrett Chun to lead it off. And then just on a 2-1 pitch, couldn't find the zone and hit a batter, Riccio. This one, a bunt. Hit on the ground, a third. Perfectly played. Oh. And that is going to hit the bag. Fair ball. Almost got it out at third base on the force play. Oh, wow. I definitely thought that was going to be an out. That was hit right down the line on the bunt, and it rolled to the bag. Jackson Lovich almost made a very smart play when it bounced off the bag, tried to tag the runner. It was John, excuse me, Carpenter going to third. and So it's going to go as a bunt base hit, and now base is loaded with one out. First hit of the ball game for Outlaws. So now with one out, Joplin has the bases loaded. It'll be Carson Johnson in, lined out right back to Malpe in his first at-bat, looking to do damage here. This one misses low, and that's ball one. So now base is loaded. Carpenter leads off third. Riccio, who got hit by the pitch, off a of second base. And Wood Mancy, who just laid down the beautiful bunt single. This one out on the ground oh. and foul, even things up one and one. I apologize, I believe I said Bruff at one point in that at bat to Riccio. Got confused by the two catchers, so Bruff did not bat this inning. It was Riccio who was hit by the pitch, went on to first, and then moved up to second on the bunt single. So bases loaded, one ball, one strike, one out, 0-0 zero, zero our score. This one swung on a missed. And a miss. Got that one past Carson Johnson. Now Malpe looking to get a strikeout or hopefully a, a ball hit on the ground right at someone to get out of this inning scoreless. Yeah, that'd be great. If we could roll up a double play right now. He's got work to do. Right now. Albeit to the number nine hitter for Joplin. 
This one swung Swing. on and missed. That is strike three, swinging to Johnson, and two outs, a huge strikeout for the Renegade starter. As he now looks to get the final out of the inning, and it'll be a force at any base for the Renegades. This inning has been a pretty eventful one from all beyond the mound. Gave up a leadoff walk before a fielder's choice eliminated Chun. And then Carpenter went to second on a hit by pitch. And then they both moved up on an infield bunt signal by Matt Wormancy on the first pitch of his at bat. So now Caden Bressler, second baseman, swings grounded right to second. Go the short way as making the catch at second base is Ott. Hopkins slipped it to him and that will end the inning. So nicely done by Maltby. Loaded the bases with one out but does not give up a run. And it stays 0-0. Zero, zero. We'll head to the bottom fifth. We'll see if someone can finally crack the scoreboard. It don't go anywhere. Riverwood Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverwood Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverwood Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day programs. To find out more about Riverwood Christian Academy, Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are. State Tech. Alrighty, this game continues to be scoreless here in Jefferson City for some Wednesday night baseball. I'm Ben Schmidt, joined by Ashley Carty here on the Show Me Sports Network. Thanks everyone for tuning in, and we'll see if the Renegades can finally crack the scoreboard as both pitchers have been excellent. Malpy through five innings has given up just one hit and it went exactly 90 feet. It was a bunt single. Hits right at the third base bag and it was beautifully put down by Matt Woodmancy. Loaded the bases at the time but Malpy got around it thanks to a strikeout and a ground out and kept things scoreless. So that is the one hit given up. Meanwhile, Adrian Rangel has given up just a couple himself. Three he has given up along with a couple other base runners for the Renegades. And that has led us to the bottom of the fifth inning. Still scoreless, even when base runners have gotten on. Both these pitchers have locked in and gotten out of these innings. So it'll be Ian Nolf to lead things off for the Renegades, facing the left-handed pitcher. Ooh, it does look like somebody's starting to get a little active in Joplin's bullpen over there, doing some stretches. First pitch was fouled off. I do see what you're talking about. I will see him as 8-9-1, so getting close to going through the third time through the order for Wrangell. I can figure out who it is. I am pretty good at this. You, you were dead on on Sunday night. Ooh, so Connor Peck. That's your guess? Yep. This one low, even things one and one. That's my prediction. Rangel did give up two singles last inning. One was eliminated on a pickoff. So most he's given up in an inning so far here in the fifth. Ooh. This one a college strike. One and two the count on Nolf. Nolf grounded out to third on a play where he hustled up the line and made it pretty close, was out by maybe a step at the first base bag. Now we're gonna get on base here, one, two, this one swung on and missed, low and in. Up with it is the catcher, Riccio throws to first and long has got it, four out number one, strikeout swinging. Nolf went chasing there and that will be the first out of the inning. 
That goes down as the third strikeout of the ball game for Rangel. First two came in the first inning when he got Cole Wagner swinging and Luke Fuller looking. Has been all line out and fly out since. But now gets the K here to start this bottom of the fifth. So now number nine here, Joe Hersler, who reached on an error and moved up to second. First pitch swing, this one out just beyond the infield. Second baseman Bressler makes the catch on the pop-up and now it is out number two on just one pitch. Was hoping that one would find that kind of dead area between the second baseman Bressler and the right fielder Chun, but Bressler backed up just a couple steps into the outfield grass and made the catch for out number two. So just five pitches. Rangel has recorded the first two outs, and we'll go back to the top of the order here for Cole Wagner. Wagner has reached base once. It was a hit by pitch in the third inning. Struck out swinging in the first for his first at bat. First pitch here is in there. That's a called strike. Nicely delivered pitch there by Rangel. 0-1 pitch on the way. This one hit high in the air, but foul off the net, and that makes it 0-2. As if Fisher's Wrangle's been this inning, I, unless I'm missing, I don't see a whole lot of movement down there on that bullpen anymore. Uh, maybe still stretching, we just can't see him, but there definitely has not been any pitches thrown down there. Quickly head now 0-2 to Wagner. Wrangle strike away from getting through five. The wind, the kick, and the pitch. This one line to oh! left. That is down a base hit. Hard contact off the bat of Cole Wagner. It drops just in front of Woodmancy, and that is a two-out single, the fourth hit of the ball game for Jeff City. Now we got number 12, Ross Lovich, up to bat for the Renegades. From the University of Missouri. I did that all on my own. That was no perfect. No cheat sheets. This should really be my new full-time job. You've, you're, you're giving up the second graders for Jefferson City know. Renegades baseball? I don't know, man. I'm just really good at this. I can't let my talents go hidden for the rest of forever. So Wagner leads off first, Lovich in, left-handed hitter, hits Ooh, this one high in the air, high. out into foul territory, Bressler is after it, just Ow. in front of the dugout makes the catch, so one pitch for out number three, and that gets us through five, still scoreless, big pitcher's duel we've got going. Stay with us as we continue on here on the Show Me Sports Network, back for the sixth in just a moment. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Alrighty, back here for the sixth inning as this game has flown by thanks to two pitchers who have been on top of their game here this evening. 
Brady Malpe back out for his sixth inning of work. He has thrown just 71 pitches in his five innings, so pretty efficient. Can also say the same of Adrian Rangel, who has only thrown 69 pitches through five, and that's considering he threw 25 in just the first inning alone. Wow. He came out of that quick then. Stats guys are, are doing some good work tonight. That's not me, in case anybody was wondering. You will not. You are not taking credit for no. the stats there. So, 71 pitches for Malpe and 69 for Rangel, both through five scoreless innings. 0-0 zero, zero our score. Top of the sixth inning here at Vivian Field. Third of four straight games here between the Joplin Outlaws and the Jefferson City Renegades. Renegades took the first one on Sunday night in walk-off fashion, 7-6, before losing in Joplin 11-9 on Monday night. Malpe's first pitch of this inning is off the inside corner. That's ball one to Liam Bailey. I forgot I had to keep score there for a minute. I got too excited about my cheeseburger. That pitch did not miss by much. 1-0 pitch from Malpe to Bailey. This one also misses inside. 2-0 the count now. Right there on the corner. William Bailey flew out to right and grounded out to third in his two at-bats so far. 2-0 pitch. This one is low and inside, and now 3-0. Just saying, we do not have view of the Renegades bullpen, so I can't tell you if anyone is loosening down beyond the left field line, but we don't think so. 3-0 pitch. This one apparently misses. That's ball four. Wasn't sure if that was going to be a college strike, but it was not. So a four-pitch walk to begin this inning for William Bailey. We're in the top Michael of the sixth inning. Now a leadoff base runner will take his way down to first in Bailey, and that'll bring up Michael Long. Max Bruff, the DH, and Garrett Chun, the right fielder, on deck and in the hole. Bailey, we'll see if he does anything off of first base, looking to get something in motion. That was only a one hit so far, and it was a bunt single just down the third baseline. And now Long will step in, struck out swinging, and flew out to left in his two at-bats so far. He liked to take his time getting up to the plate there. Swings through that one for strike one. And a nice little stroll and a couple practice swings. Now back into the batter's box. 0-1 from Maltby on the way in just a second. Now it's going to deal with Bailey leading off of first base. And here it comes. This one skips in there. Nice block by Herschel to keep that in front of him and keep Bailey at first. Well done by the Renegades catcher. Evens things up at a ball and a strike. New ball, I believe, the one out there to Malpe. And we'll have to do the 1-1 here in just a second. He's now back on the rubber. Has to pay attention to Renegade's leadoff base runner via four-pitch walk. We have our scoreless through the front five. 0-0 zero, zero in the top of the sixth inning. 1-1 one, one pitch. That just misses off the inside corner. Maybe a little bit up as well. And that makes things 2-1. Malpe now approaching 80 pitches on the evening. First of four straight games that the Renegades will play against Joplin. Followed by, I believe, Sedalia and Chillicothe. Ooh. This one grounded, but foul. Runner, I believe, was on the move there. <laughs> Bailey was running there, and that makes things 2-2. Two two. He'll have to head back to first thanks to the foul ball. Can't believe their coach just grabbed that barehanded out there. That was a nice barehanded grab on a one-hop foul ball off the bat of Long up to the left side. Smalpy looking to pick up his first out of the sixth inning. Has a couple of strikeouts on the evening. This one is grounded to short. Ott's got it. Flipped to Hopkins for one. Relay to first is 
Ooh. Not in time. Pulled him off the bag a little bit. Long helmet came off because he was sprinting up the first baseline. He was able to just make it there in time. But regardless, Renegades get an out. That was Taylor May hit directly to Audit Short. Flip to Hopkins for the first out. But good speed moving up the line for Long. Either beat that or throw pulled him off the bag. Regardless, it's a fielder's choice for out number one. So after that fielder's choice to eliminate the lead runner, it'll be Max Bruff, the DH, grounded out to shortstop his first time up and struck out swinging. Ooh, I have no idea where that ball went. This ball hit very high in the air. I think that's out of play. Up against Ooh. the netting is the first baseman, Nolf. And that one almost got a couple of fans outside the third, first base line. I'm like, I saw everybody running, but I had no idea where that ended up. Everyone converged near the netting off the first base side, and it... Just got over, so no play for Nolf, the first baseman. He gave it a run, but it goes foul for strike one. And Bailey let off this inning with a four-pitch walk before being out at second on a fielder's choice that allowed Michael Long where he leads off. Now at first, this one will be in play. Hit down the right field line. Two guys go after it. A diving attempt by Hopkins. And he could not make the catch. Man, he left his feet and was pretty much parallel to the ground on a diving try there. It was in foul territory. Would have been an incredible catch, but it was just out of the reach of his glove. And that makes it 0-2. That was Superman-like, like, the way diving Hopkins... Diving in the rocks over there. I don't know if that's our wisest decision. Thankfully, he has hopped back up and returned to second base. That, I mean, that would have been... That would have been a play. That would have been probably catch of the season. The way he laid out for that one, if he makes that catch, I don't know if you're topping that. It was over his shoulder, too. So it landed foul, and now 0-2 the count. Lead off a of first base. And here comes the pitch. This one it just misses away. Mulpey tried to get him looking. Could not, and that runs things to one and two. Oh, I see that first base coach over there doing a little chat. They did that last time, and that runner was running to second no matter what. So Bill I bet it's going to happen again. He does not run. This oh. one misses inside. That makes things two and oh. two. Great, right, lost his hat there. He's put some effort into these pitches. He is rearing back and trying to bring it home. Give him credit for that. That's part of the reason why he's been so efficient so far. But he's now got to be at 85, 90 pitches, probably reaching or at least getting close to the end of his evening. 2-2 two -two pitch, one out. This one hit in the air. This one oh, is no. once again foul. No one will have to run after this one. Pass to the bleachers this time, so all the fans are in the clear. William Bailey did take off once in this at-bat, but it was hit as a foul ball. Excuse me, not William Bailey. It's Michael Long down to first base. Bailey was out on a fielder's choice for the first out of the inning. So Long now at first, takes a big lead, but doesn't go. This one hit on a line out to left center. Lovich is over, can't in get it, gap. it drops. And oh. it gets past both outfielders. Both runners are going to advance to second and third. Throw now comes in. The throw to second. They've got the tag, and he's out second. at second base. I thought for sure that Bruff was going to make it all the way to second. Perfect I relay back in. Did not think they were going to throw that with that runner right there on third, but they had everybody in position ready to go to flip that back home if we needed to. So that goes as a single to left field, left center field, and the error on the center fielder, Wagner, allowed the ball to get past him, but it actually ends up turning into an out for the Renegades. So if they can get this third out, you actually take the error because if not, the runners stay put at first and second. But instead, they get Bruff trying to make it. And now, runner on third Ooh. with two outs. This one almost gets away. Dirt. Herschler blocked it, and it's ball one to Garrett Shun. Shun has reached both times on a walk. 
So multiple base runners have reached this inning for the Outlaws, but Fielder's Choice got one out in a throwing error that led to an assist at second base got to the second outs. This one misses high, 2-0 now to Chun. Like I said, if that error does not get made by Wagner out in center field, both runners stay put at first and second, but once the ball got passed, although Long did move up to third, Bruff was slow getting to second base, and they made the tag on him in time to get the out. So now 2-0 pitch. This one is in there for a called strike. 2-1 now on Garrett Chun. Although Chun has walked twice, has not scored because nobody scored. 0-0 zero, zero the score in the top of the sixth inning. Although the first run is just 90 feet away, this one just misses low. Hersher tried to get that one at the edge of the zone. Oh, Could Joe not. Tough for that one. So 3-1. and one. Couple bases open, so not a huge deal if you walk up here. We'll just have to face Carpenter on deck with first and third. But here's the 3-1. This one misses outside, and that is ball for the third walk of the game to Garrett Chun. He is had a good eye at the plate. So now with two outs, it'll be runners on first and third. It's Long at third base, who reached on a fielder's choice and went first to third on the single and the error just a moment ago. He currently is still at third base. Well, now just taking the two-out walk is Garrett Chun. They're going to have a meeting at the mound. They're not going to pull Malt B, but they're just going to... Come up with their game plan to figure out what to do with that runner right there in scoring position. Carpenter has hit twice tonight, grounded out to first, and reached on a fielder's choice in the fifth inning. So, game starting to slow down here just a little bit in the top of the sixth inning. This has been definitely the most extensive inning for, for Maltby on the mound. Actually, I take that back. He did load the bases with just one out in the last inning, but I feel like he's had to throw more pitches in this one. Look at through that at bats. It was last inning only had to phase, throw one pitch to Carpenter, no pitches to Woodmancy on the infield single, only a couple pitches on a couple of these other at So as he's gone through, three ball to two hitters and two ball to a couple other ones this inning. This is definitely the most pitches he's had to throw in an inning as he came into it with 71. Alright, now that chat on the mound is over. We have runners on first and third with two outs and mm, Carpenter is up to bat. Correct. Yes! Carpenter left-handed hitter facing the right-handed Malpy. Runner goes. Herschel has no plays. It was in the dirt. And the force at second has been taken away. And now second and third. So a single could potentially make this a 2 nothing game as Chun moves off to second base on the stolen base. And his out missed low and away. Don't know if Herschel would have thrown down to second anyways. It could have potentially allowed Long to come home. I think that was part of the game plan. One ball, no strikes. Two out runners on second and third. 0-0 zero, zero our score. Malpy's pitch misses high. And now 2-0 and oh in danger of potentially loading the bases if he lets Carpenter reach. Good stop back there by Joe to keep that one from rolling all the way back to us. Or bouncing all the way back to us since it was pretty high. Malpy trying to find the strike zone here and get through a six scoreless inning. Have to assume he's near the end of his night. 2-0 pitch. This one swung and fouled straight back. 2-1. and one. Straight back at us. Right-handed Joe Riccio on deck. Would bat with potentially the bases loaded or a couple runs in if Carpenter can reach here. Ricky, the catcher for the Outlaster, still has those knee pads on. I'll have to take him off if he comes up to hit here. Have to assume someone is at least warm and if not getting ready down there in that Renegades bullpen if things go awry here. 2-1 pitch. That just misses. Now 3-1. You think, Ashley, if uh, Carpenter reaches here, it would be the end of the night for Malpy? I don't know. Maybe give him one more shot to try and get out of it. I just can't see the bullpen to 
Oh, I did see a ball flying up up there. So I do think there's some action happening. So three balls, one strike, two outs. Runners take the lead at second and third. Here's Malpy's pitch. Skips in, in the there. Dirt. Like you said, in the dirt, and that is ball four. That will load the bases. Back-to-back -back walks, and that looks like it'll be the end oh. for Malpy. Good call. Coach Amelia emerges from the third base dugout, and he is going to go and get his starter. Drew Voss is coming in. Should be a big round of applause from Altby as he has pitched excellent through five and two-thirds innings. And Claps is starting behind me. So as Voss will throw his warm-up pitches, we'll take a very quick break. Big pitch coming up in this ballgame. Bases loaded, two outs. No pressure. In the sixth inning, as you said, no pressure. We'll be right back. Yeah. Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bats, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Hello, Blake Gasway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Back in the top of the sixth inning at Vivian Field and a big moment coming up in this ballgame. We've flown through the first five thanks to Two pitchers absolutely dominating on the mound so far. Brady Maltby for the Renegades and Adrian Rangel for the Joplin Outlaws. But things have slowed down a little bit here in the top of the sixth inning thanks to a plethora of base runners for the Outlaws. This inning started with Maltby still on the mound. Walked to Liam Bailey to lead things off before getting a fielder's choice on Michael Long for the first out. Max Bruff singled to center, but an error allowed Long to go to third, and Bruff was thrown out at second, trying to advance. So a gift there for the Renegades for out number two. And then Malpy just lost control, walked back-to-back hitters in Sean and Carpenter to load the bases, and that would be all for Malpy. So Malpy finished with five and two-thirds inning pitch. No runs allowed so far, and a couple of strikeouts to go with it. I believe he had three strikeouts on the evening, four strikeouts for the Renegade right-handed starter. So let's see if Drew Voss can get this final out and keep Maltby's line scoreless and send us to the bottom of six in a 0-0 ball game. Voss is ready to go. He'll face Joe Riccio, catching tonight, and looks at one high for ball one. I don't know if I can handle the pressure that Drew has right now. Because, you know, you just got to come in. Hopefully, just like three pitches, just strike him out. That'd be the easiest way to do it. He is in a 1-0 count now. Pitch on the way from Voss. This misses high, gets away. Runner's going to try and come home. Hersler's got it, and no play at the plate. That allows Long to score. It got right through the glove of Horstler. That'll go down as a pass ball and the first run of the ball game. 
That ball was up, but certainly a ball that Herschler should have caught. Went right in and out of the glove to the backstop, and I don't think Herschler immediately knew where it was. And by the time he found it, trotting on home was Michael Long. Not only is it now a 2-0 count, but a run oh, scored. Good call. Other runners advance as well, so Carpenter at second, Sean at third, 2-0 <laughs> pitch on the way. This one also high, and now 3-0. Drew Voss just coming into this ballgame after Brady Malpe loaded the bases with two outs. Malpe finishes with 96 pitches in five and two-thirds innings. I believe in a 3-0 count, they're just going to put him on intentionally. That is exactly what happened. They realized Renegades did once 3-0. No reason to try and mess around. They'll just send Riccio on to first, and that is the third straight walk. And once again, bases loaded for the Outlaws. Now Voss will once again try and get out of this and keep it at a one nothing score now as Wood Mancy steps in. Left-handed batter, right-handed pitcher. This one in there nice. for a called strike. Good location. Wood Mancy grounded out to second in the third and hit an infield single, the first single, first hit of the ball game for the Outlaws on a ball that went exactly 90 feet and hit the third base bag. That was a crazy roller over there to the third base earlier. He put it about as good as you could as this one misses one and one. Nowhere to put with Mancy, so Voss has got to find the strike zone if she wants to keep this one one to one. One ball, one strike, two outs, bases loaded thanks to three straight walks, and Joplin now leading this one one to nothing. Pitch on the way, this one at the knees. That's a called strike. Nice pitch. Great job on the receiving end by Herschel to not let that glove move at all. Kept it right at the knees and didn't let it get any lower. And now one and two, Serenigades a strike away from ending this inning. They are trailing now, but one nothing a definitely a deficit they can dig themselves out of. One ball, two strike, two outs. Runners take their leads at bases. <gasps> this one way high once again gets away. Second runner going to try and score, throw to the plate, the tag, and he's in there safely. Much closer this time as Chun trotted home, and a second runner has scored on a ball that got to the backstop. This one also goes down as a pass ball, the second straight pass ball allowing a runner to score. And now two to nothing, Joplin. Other runners advance. Riccio goes up to second. Carpenter over to third. And now Renegade's really trying to get this third and final out and keep things two to nothing and not let any more damage occur. Two straight pass balls, allowing the two straight runners to score. And Voss, two balls, two strikes, two outs, trying to end it right here. He kicks and delivers. This one swung on a miss. That would be out number three, but not before Joplin scores two runs, leaving the Renegades losing two to zero. Thanks for tuning in on the Show Me Sports Network. We'll see you back in just a minute. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Cartier can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcartee.avonrepresentative.com. Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. 
you're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. the bottom of the sixth inning here on Chimmy Sports Network. Man, that was a lot of words. I choked on some spit there. Sorry. But we are back. You Hopefully got, for the Renegades to get some of those runs back that Joplin scored. You, they are now up 2-0. to zero. You got the point across. I so, was getting yeah. there, but I got too excited. I wanted to steal it from you. So Renegades have now got work to do. They now chill this one 2 to nothing. Is doing a And Luke Fuller is up to bat. As Fuller steps in, want to give you Malpe's final line, goes five and two-thirds innings, gets four strikeouts, gives up two runs, but neither of them are earned runs because both of them scored on passed balls. So thanks to the two passed balls, the two errors, Malpe's line stays scores, but I'm sure he would have liked to get out of that inning without giving up any runs in general as strike one to Luke Fuller. So Voss comes in, gets the final out via a strikeout. But now Renegades have work to do down two to nothing thanks to two unearned runs. Ooh. Pitch pitch Second low. Second pitch was the ball in the dirt. Malpe finished with a 96 pitches. So got to give it up for Malpe. He pitched really well this evening. And now starter Edrain Rangel also looking to get through six innings. He's back mm -hmm. out there having given up no runs. We'll see if that continues. There's a little bit more action happening in the bullpen now. I'm seeing some pitches flying over there. This one misses low. Two and one. We'll see how long the leash is on Rangel. He was at 69 pitches heading into the fifth inning. Don't know he's got heading into the sixth. Fuller right-handed batter against the left-handed pitcher. Swings and misses through this one. And now evens the count up at 2-2. Two and two. Fuller struck out looking and then popped out to the second baseman in his first two at-bats. Jackson Govich is on deck with Jack Matashek in the hole. Into the wind, the left-handers kick. This one misses away, and it's been run full. Way outside. Oh, no. I think I might have to change my my prediction. Totally was number 31 warming up earlier, but now it looks like Cole White, number 7, is working on the bullpen for Joplin. Cole White came in on that game. Is this one is swung and hit out to left field, coming Little in blooper. on it. And he's nice. not going to make the catch. Blooper. You are exactly right. That ball just fell right in front of the left left fielder Would Mancy thought he had a play, but it falls. And nicely done leadoff batter Luke Fuller has got a single to and left field. And now we have Jackson Lovett, number 33, coming up to bat for the Renegades. So on the full count pitch, Luke Fuller smacks it out to left. It falls in front of the left fielder Would Mancy, and the Renegades have a no-out base runner. First pitch is... Oops. Hit weakly out to right field. Coming in is Chun. Long run. He makes the catch for out number one. Nicely done by Chun out there on right. He came in very hard and made the catch. And Jackson Lovich is retired for the first out. Luke Fuller has to stay put at first base. Just hit way too weakly. And that will bring up Jack Matashek with one out and one on. Like you were saying about Cole White warming up. Cole White actually pitched in that game on Monday evening in in Joplin and got the save as he pitched a scoreless ninth. So potentially looking to come in a little bit earlier in this one. First pitch of the at back to Matashek is a called strike. Did you notice that? Jack was singing along with his walk-up song there. 
Hopefully that puts him in I a good... I don't know, Mike. Hopefully that pumps him up. Yeah, hopefully he's in a good mood to, to put one out here in a gap or maybe over the wall. Ooh. This one swung and fouled into the mitts, and that is 0-2. So Matashek now down 0-2, has to face left on left. Does have a runner on first base to work with, Luke Fuller. And now the pitch. This oh, one hit that one foul. is out into the creek. So we'll do the 0-2 again here. Luke Fuller lit off this inning with a single before Jackson Lovich flew out to right field on the first pitch of his at-bat. Renegade showing this one 2 to nothing after giving up two runs on two pass balls in the top of the sixth inning. 0-2 pitch on the way. This one Ooh, swung and hit wait. out to short. Taylor made double play. Fair Steps double on the play. bag and on to first. That's the double play to end the inning. So Renegades get a leadoff batter, but a flyout and a double play ends it. And that will take us to the seventh. The Renegades need some runs. They're down two to nothing. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions when things come out of left field having a game plan matters farmers insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game we've seen almost everything so we know how to cover almost anything talk to farmers agent christopher scott at 573-896-0131 to see how i can help you stay in the game that's christopher scott at 573-896-0131 we are farmers bum, ba -dum, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. All righty, back now for the top of the seventh inning. Renegades got some work to do, but they've got to keep Joplin off the board first. I'm Ben Schmidt, joined alongside by Ashley Cartier this evening. Thanks for tuning in on the Show Me Sports Network as this game is flew by in what has been a really good pitcher's duel. And it'll be Drew Voss out there for his second inning of work. Came in in the top of the sixth inning, looking to get just the final out and keep things scoreless. Had some luck go against him as a couple of pass balls came around to let runners score. Bases loaded, turned into two runs for Joplin. And that has us where we are right now, two to nothing. Those warm-up pitches looked a little better than they did that first round for Drew. So hopefully that's a good sign for us. It'll be the number nine hitter to lead it off, Carson Johnson for Joplin, then back to the top of the order for the fourth time through this Outlaws lineup. Drew Voss looking to get his second out of the night. This one is nice in there for a called strike to Johnson. Johnson has struck out once tonight, also lined out. Ball hit right back to Malpe, one that he caught. That might be still our better defensive plays of the night. 0-1 pitch now delivered to Johnson. This one swung and hit foul, and it's very quickly 0-2 on the number nine hitter for Joplin. Yeah, I told you, I had a feeling this one was going to be a little better for Drew. He's done well so far in this at-bat, pumping in strikes. We'll see if he can get one more to finish him off. 
Renegades took the first game of the series on Sunday, walk-off, and then lost 11-9 in a high-scoring, really wacky game on Monday. Just had all the hit-by-pitches you can possibly think of to go with some walks and a couple bombs as well. 2-0 our score, dropping leads, top 7-0-2 pitch. This one misses high, 1-2 and two now. Carson Johnson, number nine hitter, plays third base tonight with Bressler on deck and Liam Bailey in the hole. Sorry, someone just let out a giant belch and then it made me giggle. You never know what you'll find here in the stands at a Renegades game, stuff like that. That pitch misses, two and two. Keeps you on your toes, that's for sure. And I could hear it through these big old headphones too, so that had to be pretty good. We have not had any foul balls right back at us yet, knock on wood, to, to really scare us this evening. 2-2 pitch, swing and a miss. Ooh, Voss gets him nice. on strikes. Nicely done as he has struck out two batters in a row, one to end the sixth and one here to start the seventh. Jump the bat for the outlaws, Caden. Drew Voss from St. Louis Community College, lives in Lynn, Missouri. Sophomore right-hander on, has got two outs so far, along with giving a couple runners across the dish for Joplin, but both ruled on past balls. Both runners that reached via Maltby before he left the game. This one misses high. Ball one to Caden Bressler, second baseman, and as we know, also a pitcher his fourth time up. A little bit of everything. Don't know what the way Joplin has pitched tonight if we'll see him, but you never know. Maybe they'll save him for tomorrow. 1-0 pitch just misses. That was a close one. That was a beautiful pitch. Fans don't like that one. I've heard a few come-ons. I want to just Apparently Look just around, up and away. A couple, couple of head shakes too. Can't believe it. Two zero pitch. This one misses low. And now three and zero to the Outlaws leadoff hitter. I almost said Renegades leadoff oh. hitter. This is not the Renegades batting. Renegades they are, are batting and fielding. Hey, it's like the year we had those COVID scrimmages when we played against ourselves two years ago. Three zero pitch. This one a called strike. That would have been an interesting thing to watch at the time. Yes. So it was just it was just scrimmages just yes. against the same team. We did like gold versus white, so the players did switch up a little bit. It wasn't ever consistent teams. Three one pitch. That one also a called strike and Voss has come back to run it full, so nicely done. He's been close to the strike zone in this at bat. Had a couple calls that did not go his way. So now one out, nobody on, 3-2 pitch. This one swung on a miss. Third straight strikeout for Voss. He comes all the way back. back. From that. You are right. It was in a 3-0 count and comes all the way back with three straight strikes. And down swinging is Caden Bressler. The third straight strikeout swinging for Drew Voss. He has looked really good so far. Trying to get this third out. Send us into the seventh inning stretch in a 2-0 ball game. So now stepping in will be Liam Bailey. Flew out to right, grounded out to third, and walked before being out on a fielder's choice last inning. This one, and that's a strike to open this at bat. Boss went 2-2 two and two before striking out Carson Johnson, then was just full to Bressler before striking Hingout. Woo! Swing and a miss. miss. First strike, two. Blew that one by him, and now just a strike away from getting out of this inning. Boss is... I really told you that this inning was going to be much better. I can feel it. Give you credit. You called that one just simply based on the warm-up pitches. He was good in his warm-ups and has cruised through this one now just to strike away. Let's see if you get William Bailey on three pitches. Looking for a sixth straight strike. This one swung and fouled away. It's a strike, but it doesn't get him a, get him out number three, and we'll do it again 0-2. 
If Bailey can reach, continue this top of the seventh inning. Michael Long awaits on deck. He scored the first run of this ballgame last inning from third on a pass ball. Joplin leads this one two to nothing. Voss out of the stretch, kicks and fires. This one away up and in. Bailey had to lean out of the way, and that, that makes things two. Actually, one and two. It really wasn't that close, but when you've got a fastball coming at you, I can. I know. I can, I'm like, I can't say I wouldn't do the same thing. We're flinching at fast at <laughs> foul balls that we have a net in front of us. So. Okay, it could like be so fast it like rips a hole in the net. You don't know. I don't know if I trust this net. One ball, two strikes, two outs. Voss pitch tried to go off speed there, missed way up. Horschel had to jump out of his crouch to snag that one, and it's run two and two. So, two's wild. Two nothing. Score. Two balls. Two strikes. Two outs. Drew Voss looking to get his fourth straight strikeout. He struck out batter Dan Lassening and has struck out the first two here in the seventh. Here's the pitch. This one also misses high and it's run all the way full. So reverse of the last at bat was behind 3-0. Came all the way back to strike out Caden Bresser last time. And now was ahead here to Liam Bailey 0-2 and now has worked it full. I just got a text from our friend Blake Gasway said, we sound awesome on the radio. So if you guys agree, let us know. Maybe we'll just kick Blake off the broadcast, and it will now be the Ben and Ashley show. Full-time full Ashley Cartier on the mic, abandoning her second graders to, to take on a career in broadcasting. Is that one missed for ball four? So Bailey will get first base on the free pass. Now Michael Long is up to bat for the Joplin Outlaws. Joplin leads this one two to nothing in the top of the seventh inning. This one was scoreless to the first five before Joplin got a couple base runners last inning. Had him loaded with two outs and a couple passed balls in a row. Allowed two runs to score, and that's where we stand. First pitch is in the dirt. This one misses for a ball. Like I said, Wong did reach and score last inning, but he is still batting an 0 for tonight. Struck out swinging in the first. Flew out to left in the fourth, and then fielder's choice in the sixth allowed him to reach. Number three hitter tonight for the Outlaws. Has Bailey leading off of first base. We'll see if he runs. There he goes. This one hit high in the air out to medium center field. Moving in on it is Wagner. And that will be out number three. That ball was hit a mile high, hung in the air forever. But Wagner has got it. So nicely done for Drew Voss that inning. We'll stand and stretch as we head to the bottom of the seventh inning. Two-nothing Joplin lead. Moex, Doc and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock and Norm Direct. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business. 
Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. Alrighty, and we're back for the bottom of the seventh inning after a very loud rendition of Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Maybe the loudest I have ever heard. <laughs> there was a lot of fans with their ears covered, but it's fine. We have a new pitcher out on the mound for Joplin. I was correct in my prediction. It is number seven, Cole White. He is a right-handed pitcher. And... Our friend Taylor Hopkins, number 19, is up to bat for the Renegades. So let's see how this inning starts. Cole White pitching in the bottom of the seventh here. This one's hit well out to left. Moving under it is with Mancy. And he makes the catch. One pitch, one out to start this bottom of the seventh inning. So Cole White's pitching a little bit earlier in this one in Monday night's game in Joplin. He came in for the ninth inning, was sixth or seventh pitcher used on the evening by the Outlaws, came in and got the save. And now we have Colby Ott up to bat for the Jeff City Renegades. Colby Ott playing shortstop tonight. Waits on the first pitch. This one misses for a ball. Ott originally was not playing on Monday night, but then came in as an injury replacement at second base and stayed in the game. I have to say, I like the stirrups he's sporting tonight. Not a lot. You don't see a ton of those. This one. Whoa. Ripped, but foul. Where did... Oh, right to the dugout. That one hit off the top of the dugout. Okay. I'm like, oh, I saw the boys ducking over there. That that's going to scare a few of them back into the dugout, I bet. That might have been the hardest hit ball of the evening, and it's a shame <laughs> that for the Renegades it wasn't fair because Ott was all over that one just... Just straighten it out a little bit yeah. and we'll be a-okay. Just, just that easy. So one ball, one strike, one out, way high. Actually goes to the backstop, but no one on, so no harm, no foul. Colby Ott bats looking to bring the tying run to the plate for Jeff City. Ian Nolf on deck with Joe Hersler in the hole. Renegades have got to start to get something going. They've only had a couple runners in scoring position all night long. I think only twice they've had a runner each second Ooh, pace. That was a hard hit ball way, way, way up in the sky. Two and out by the center fielder of Joplin. Carpenter makes a catch on a ball that was, like you said, hit way up there. Carpenter I think I added a few more ways. I think both you and I, though, with how high that was hit, would have had enough time to move under that one in center. I mean, yeah, you have a lot of faith in my old softball skills. Carpenter was able to just briskly walk to that ball and make the catch route number two. So two up, two down so far for Cole White. Maybe if he gets to this batter quickly and efficiently, we'd see him come back out potentially for the eighth. But he's got to get through Ian Nolf. This one swung on him, is blew that one by him. Nolf grounded out to third and struck out swinging in the third and the fifth, respectively. Back into the batter's box, right-handed batter facing the right-handed pitcher, White. Ooh, that was misses. way on the outside. I think that was one of those where you're just trying to throw it 1,000 miles per hour and just did not have good control of that one. He's going to take a quick little walk around the mound. Hopefully he didn't hurt himself on that one. Catcher's going to go out and talk to him. Ricky will take the trot out. Just a little conversation on the mound. It looks like everything is good to go now. 
Ian Nolf is stepping back in the box with a 1-1 count and two outs on the board. Hopefully Renegades can get something going here with two outs. Nobody on. This one hit on the ground to third. Ooh, a little hop. Ooh, Ian is fast and that was in the dirt. Four and out. Great scoop over there by first, at first by Long. All right, so in the bottom of the seventh, like the Renegades 50, 50 have scored zero runs. Joplin have scored two. Thank you for listening to the official broadcast of the Jefferson City Renegades on Show Me Sports Network. We'll see you back soon for the top of the eighth. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. River Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, River Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. River Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include three and five full-day sessions, with kindergarten offering a half-day and full-day program. To find out more about River Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. You are back with Ben and Ashley, official broadcasters on the Show Me Sports Network. For the top of the eighth inning, Joplin versus the Jeff City Renegades. Jeff City Renegades are down two to nothing, and we are bringing a new pitcher to the mound. His name is Wyatt Fisher, and he is wearing number 23 tonight. He must be a local boy because he had a pretty good crowd over here. Yeah, it seemed like some some fans were happy to see him enter this one. I don't know if we've seen him pitch a whole lot this season. Uh, we have definitely not seen him at home because I made a comment about that the other night when we were having dinner with the boys. Oh, I was right. Wyatt Fisher is a freshman from William Woods University, hometown right here of Jefferson City. Spot on. So I bet he will have a good connection with Joe Herschler behind the plate because Joe also came from Jeff City. I think he's just a year or two older, though. Fisher is the third pitcher of the night. So let's see. Wyatt Fisher, a freshman. What is Joe Herschel? No, I'm trying to. I'm comparing. He's a sophomore, the, okay, I so I, w I was saying that out loud just to try and compare the two. Herschler, also a freshman. Oh, so. okay. So then they did. They did probably work together at Jeff City High School right here on the same field. So hopefully that will give them a bit of an advantage out there. And I do believe Ian Nolf came from Jeff City over there on first base. This one, a call strike. Yeah, I'd be willing to bet that this is probably not the t first time that these two have pitched and to each other. And didn't Taylor come from Jeff City, too? We got the whole Jeff City squad tonight playing for us. Let's see. Yep, you are correct. Taylor also a freshman, so, yeah. So, yes. Hopefully we can have some good work here bef between these four out there on the right side of the field. That one missed. So, one ball, one strike to Max Bruff. Drew Voss pitched really well tonight. An inning and a third with sh three strikeouts. Oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot about the game. I got a little excited in our history lesson there. 1-1 one one the count on Bruff. This one misses away. 2-1. and one. No, it's not often, especially that four, four from the same place and all the same same grades. That's going to be fun for them. 
Fisher. Little hat check out there. Make sure all of his hair is out of the way. Trying to uh, maybe just collect himself a little bit with the two balls as a bat. is missed pretty far off the plate, but trying to regain it here facing the DH Max Bruff. This one also misses up and away, and that is now three and one here in the top of the eighth you inning. You can tell Max wanted that. He's ready to be swinging. Sorry, Bruff wanted that. Bruff lined a single out to left center last, not last inning, but in the sixth inning, but he was thrown out trying to go to second base after the ball got by center fielder. This one misses and a five-pitch five-pitch walk, four balls huh. allows Bruff. He really just left his stuff right there on the, on the plate for his friends to clean up. Really, Bruff? Thanks to Carson Carpenter. It's, I guess, Carpenter, part-time center fielder, part-time bat boy. <laughs> Goes and retrieves the bat and the equipment. So Bruff trots on down to first base, leadoff base runner in this top of the inning. Outlaw is looking to extend what is a 2-0 lead. And now stepping in will be Garrett Chun. Chun has done a whole lot of walking tonight, three of them. He's been given a free pass three times, twice wow. by Brady Malpe. Actually, all three times, I believe, by Brady Malpe. Yep. Facing new pitcher here for the first time, Wyatt Fisher. Runner takes lead off first base. Bruff is running, swinging a miss, and he actually faked the run and now heads back to first. Good idea. Joe is popping up, ready to throw that ball. See, I told you they could have some trick plays up there, the Forge of City boys. They've. <laughs> that would be something here if they're able to eliminate a runner on something like that. So, was a swing and a miss on the fake steal. One and one the count now. Bruff Biggerly this time. This one is hit foul over our heads well, off the net. Strike two. One ball, two strikes, no out with the runner on first for Joplin. Just a reminder, the score is two to zero. Carson Carpenter, center fielder, and as we just learned, part-time bat boy waits on deck. Left-hand hitter, and then Joe Riccio in the hole as Chun, who has shown the power, did so on Monday night and went out to right center field for a homer. We'll see if he gets the chance to actually put one in play tonight as this one misses two and two. In the three at bats, Sean walked on full count in the seventh, four pitch walk in the fifth, and then walked on five pitches in the sixth. So he's only seen three strikes across his three at bats. See now two in the fourth. This one swung Ooh, and ripped wow. but foul. That was a hard hit ball. So we'll do the two and two pitch again as now we're getting the breeze. Sun has gone down, so not too hot anymore, but still breeze feels nice. Renegades looking to send us to the bottom of the eighth inning. Still with them trailing two to nothing. We'll be getting closer to the top of the order for the Renegades. If they retired in order in the seventh, they'll have nine, one, and two in the eighth. Got to keep this at a two-run deficit first. Two-two pitch on the way. This one swung. Ooh. Hit out to left. Lovich is after it. Does he have a play? He does. Straighten that out. Nice catch right there in front of our fair Ellie sign. And leading the runner back to first. So Lovich runs that down as Chun will fly out, record his first out of the night, and Bruff will head, have to trot back to first base. It's now one out, one on for the Outlaws. Stepping in will be Carson Carpenter. Wyatt Fisher looking to complete his first inning of work here on the night. One of a couple Jeff City kids, as we just learned, that is currently on the field for the Renegades. This pitch, quick pick to first, not in time. I told you them Jeff City boys were up to no good out there. They tried to throw down behind the runner after that? Bruff got a big lead. Ball, ball strike. Tom, was that a ball or a strike? 
I won, was called a strike. We were both so I focused know, on the pickoff. I didn't very even hear distracted. the call. I'm like, wait, there was a pitch for the ball to get up here. Shows butt now pulls it back and gets out of the way. That one was high for a ball. So one and one now the count. Nanjo tried that pop-up, looking to fire that ball right down first. So Mr. Carpenter better be ready in the batter's box so Joe does not fire a, a laser beam, as our announcer called it, right into his helmet. That would probably not be a good idea. One ball, one strike, one out, and one runner on base. Big lead for Bruff. This one misses inside. Bruff has been getting some big leads these last couple of bats. Surprised I haven't seen him actually take off yet. I don't know. That first base coach keeps going over there. They must be planning something good. We'll say this. You don't find a ton of catchers who can I know, really run. Yes. He? That's what's to see. He's got this trick. He gets way off that bag and looks like he's going to go and then does not and. They're going to call a balk, I believe. Yep. They call a balk, and Bruff gets second base. That pitch was fouled off, which is weird because they didn't stop it when the pitch was thrown. Right. So does that foul count? Foul ball does not count. They actually rule no pitch at all, so the count will stay at 2-1. and one. <laughs> I'm like, we're still giving you that shot. I didn't even see them make a motion before uh, the yes. pitch was thrown, so I thought it was just a foul ball. But they rule a balk, no pitch, and Bruff takes second base. Now runner in scoring position. That's our second block on the season, but we don't usually see too many of those around here. Oh, and Mr. Carpenter has called time, stepped out of the batter box. Get his head back in the game. Fisher trying to record the second out of the inning and keep that runner who just made it second right there in Bruff. Advanced on a balk. Two on pitch, this one up and in. Three and one now the count. You do have the base open now at first, but I'm sure the Renegades would like to not put two runners on with just one out. Joe Ricky on deck with Matt Wood Mancy in the hole as we're currently right in the middle of the Outlaws lineup. Mm, that breeze. Here comes the 3 1. This one loops in there. That's nice. on the corner. That's a strike. Well done on the receiving end, too, by Herstler. Caught that one right on the corner and gets strike two called. Big pitch upcoming, trying to get out number two and. Not put two on here for Joplin. It'll be a full count pitch from Fisher. Here it is. This one swung ahead. Eye in the air. Center fielder Wagner moves back towards it. He's got the catch. We'll see if Bruff will tag. Bruff is going oh. to tag and head to third. Here's a throw. Comes into short. Relay to third. And it gets oh. away off the backstop. Right in front of the dugout. Not the backstop. Off the netting. And Bruff will have to stay put. As that one take a very generous ricochet. If that ball just dies with the dugout, Bruff potentially could get up. But it actually bounced and came right yes. back towards... And why it was right back there backing up that play at third. So fly out to center field, Bruff, after advancing to second on the ball, goes to third, tagging up. It was a good attempt there as, as Wagner threw into Ott, and then Ott tried to relay to third really quickly, but it got under the glove of Lovich. And thankfully for the run, he just kicked right off the dugout and was not able to go any further. So runner on third, two outs now. Catcher Joe Riccio. That's with fellow catcher, this time D.H., Max Bruff at third. This one in there, I called strike. And well, I'm like, I just got really confused because I'm like, I thought we called the guy on third base the catcher, and he caught. Not have two catchers. He in one game. he caught on Sunday. He is okay, DHing tonight. Okay, okay. That's where I was. That's where I was trying to go. A one pitch. This one misses in and out of the glove of Hersler, but does not go anywhere. That actually got the batter. <laughs> I don't know about that one. It it, it made it to Hersler's glove, so that means it would have just yeah. had a hit the jersey, yeah. I guess. So that'll go down as a hit by pitch. I'm getting a little confused here. Matt, 
say it got him on the arm. It went, it made it still two to Herschel's go, but it popped in and out. So I guess the, the, the ball hitting the, the arm of Riccio is what caused that to happen. It's now first and third with two outs. And steps left-handed batting, Matt Woodman C. Here comes Fisher's pitch. This one ripped foul right back at us for strike one. Mancy can either drive in a run or just reach to continue this inning. It is Carson Johnson, the number nine hitter, who awaits on deck. Runners take the leads at first and third. It's Bruff off of third. Bless you, Ashley. Runner off of first and Ricky O at first. That's the one thing I hate about baseball season is the allergies that come with it. Throw to second. It's actually a fake throw to second. They almost caught Bruff napping off of third base. I'll tell you that. And Bruff had to dive back into the bag. That was a good fake behind the plate by Mr. Herschler. The way he popped up and started to go, I thought he was trying that ball to second base, and good thing he didn't because Bruff would have made it on home. It was a ball to Wimancy, but now two runners in scoring position, still with two outs, though. Fisher still can get out of this inning unharmed if he can get this out right here. One ball, one strike, two outs. And here's the pitch. This one hits, foul. but foul. for strike number two. That foul ball brought to you by Capital Laundry. So now, Renegade just a strike away from sending this game to the bottom of the eighth inning, trailing two to nothing. They've been blanked all night long on the offensive side, so I'm sure they're trying to keep it right here and, and leave them for a comeback attempt. They've got just six outs to work with, though. Runners take their leads off second and third. Here's the one-two. This one misses high. Good work back there by Joe Herschler to jump out of his crotch to grab that. Fisher, and I believe that's to be one of the first times he has taken the mound this season. Not maybe the first time he's taken the mound here at home. Renegades trying to get out of the inning. Two balls, two strikes. Two, strike three! Swung on a miss by Woodmancy, and that ends the inning. Nicely done by Wyatt Fisher. His first strikeout will end the inning. So bottom of the eighth inning, Renegades got work to do. We'll be back to nothing Joplin weed. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust. Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie. 
righty, and you are back with Ashley and Ben on the Show Me Sports Network here, official home of the Jeff City Renegades, where the Renegades are down two to nothing versus the Joplin Outlaws. We are coming in in the middle of the eighth inning, and Ben would like to give a shout out to our friends Zach and Norm. As the Renegades get ready to hit the road tomorrow for their second road game this week, head into Joplin. Make sure to go ride in with Doc and Norm Direct, Mid Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Group sizes range from one to a hundred. Renegades certainly have much more than one. Doc and Norm do it all. They are also the direct official transportation provider of the Renegades, getting us to all the road games safely, efficiently, and in style. To book your next spot for your next adventure, call them at 573-256-1991 or at reservations at millexpress.com. You can send them an email. All right. Now our catcher, Joe Herschler, is up to bat. Cole White out for a second inning of work. This Ooh, coming swinging with a big old foul ball for his first pitch. White in his first inning of work on the mound in the seventh inning. Got a flyout, actually two flyouts, and a groundout. So he goes three up, three down. Now back to work here against Herschler. This one misses for a ball, one on one. Little inside. Renegades have not done much on the offensive end since the since the fifth inning. They have had just two hits, and one of those hits was eliminated on a double play. So not much to show. Ooh, Herschler right on the line. Oh, that's oh. foul. I tried for that one. That one was was trying that as hard as to stay that fair. Breeze. It's it was curving foul off the right-handed bat of Herschler, and that'll make things one and two. I wanted that breeze, but now I would give it away if that ball would have been fair. It does stay fair. Herschler, with the way that one was going, probably ends up at second base, if not surely a single. Number nine hitter bats, and then we'll go back to the top. Renegades showing by two runs. Cole Wagner on deck with Ross Lovage to follow. Cole White. Pitched a score with seventh, now out for the eighth. His one, two. This one misses. Way and on the two and two. Herschler reached on an error in the third and popped out to second in the fifth. Played great defense behind the dish most of the season at catcher, and now we'll look oh. at a call strike three. That was one of those <laughs> late calls. One of the fans in the stands did not like that one, that's for sure. All right, Cole Wagner, number four, playing what, center field? Sat goes down, a called strike three. Looking first strikeout of the evening for Cole White. We'll see if Renegades can get anything going here against this Outlaws reliever. And I don't look really to see any movement down there in the Outlaws bullpen. I don't know Cole White's pitch limit, but if he keeps pitching this well, we could potentially see him out there for the ninth. Ooh. So misses way high to Wagner. 1-0 the count now. Oh. Cole White is tired. All four that he's faced, two for flyout, one a ground out, and now just a strikeout to the leadoff hitter this inning, Joe Hersler. This Ooh. one hit on the ground to first, over to get it as the first baseman long. He steps on the bag, and that is out number two. Down goes Cole Wagner. So two up, two down. And, and now Ross Lovich comes to the plate for the Renegades. Hopefully to give us a little bit of two-out rally here. Lovich was able to hit one well in the first Lovich. inning. He doubled with one out down the right field line, but never left the bag at second as the Renegades left him there stranded. We'll see if he can do something here. Renegades down to their final four outs. They've got to get two runs. Two runs that scored in the sixth inning on two pass balls. Hopefully these fans can start getting a little excited because if the Renegades win on Wednesday, they get a free ticket to come back to another Wednesday win it, winning Wednesday game. Renegade, there was a lot of was in there. And that was there was. Very and stressful. Renegades have got to get something going here to make that happen. 
first pitch was a ball to Lovich. Since that double in the first, he lined out to right and popped out to the second baseman in his two at-bats. Ground out and a strikeout so far in this inning. This one oh. is hit. Foul. Yikes. That bounced off somebody. Don't know who it hit, but it evens the count at one and one. If he can reach, it'll mean number three hitter Luke Fuller, the DH on deck, who singled and hit his last at-bat. Well, I'm going to say it hit the catcher after a little discussion there they had. Ross said sorry. What a nice guy. Apologizes on a How foul sweet. ball. <laughs> I totally did not mean for it to hit you. So now one and one back in the batter's box. Two outs, nobody on for the Renegades. We've got major work to do here. Left-handed batter waits to pitch. This one in there for a called strike. And now one and two. Go, Ross. Come on, Third of four games in a row between these two teams. And then the Renegades' first of four straight games that they will play. They've got drop on again tomorrow, then Sedalia and Chillicothe before an off day on Sunday. And they've got a really busy week next week. Seven straight games they'll play next week. One ball, two strike, two outs. Cole White looking to get through his second inning of work. Here's the wind and the pitch. Ooh. Hit out to left, hit very well. Going back is the left fielder Wood Mancy, and it's over his head. That ball is gone. Bounced over the fence. It bounced. Over the fence. They're going to send Lovich back to second base. I thought that got no, over, but it, it bounced. bounced. It yep. bounced. Well, it was right in front of the white sign, so yes, the ball blended in, in front of it. Sorry for the false alarm, everybody, <laughs> that I just got excited. But it's an extra base hit regardless. Lovich, I think, that ball was gone, too. He was on yes. his way to third base. So and now Luke Fuller is up to bat for the Renegades. With two Fuller. outs and a runner in scoring position, hopefully Luke can get some action going. So Ross Lovich down in oh. a... Oh! And Joplin has called a little meeting on the mound. And while we let them have a little chit-chat, I would like to tell you about our golf tournament coming up next Friday that you need to head over to our website, get some information about. We would love to have you play. It's at Oak Hills on Friday the 24th. Also that week, we have kids camp for our little renegades ages 9 to 13. So they can come out and have kids camp for three days next week. You can head to our website and find out all this good information. Because I don't have all the words to tell you about it right now. But I did put all the words on the website. So we'll see you on the website. And Luke Fuller is stepping back into the box after that chat with the Joplin mound infield squad Don't nice forget, we have a runner on second nice opposite over. field power there by Lovich on that double I mean left-handed batter drove that one all the way out to left almost 340 oh. swing and a miss there to Luke Fuller went chasing and came up with nothing there so it's now 0-1 let's go Luke come on kid Ross Lovich his second double of the night will now take the lead off a of second base Renegades do need two runs but hopefully looking to cut it in half here if Fuller can Put one in that outfield grass and send Lovich around from second base. Fuller struck out looking, popped out, and singled. Nice three at bats so far tonight. Now behind 0 1. Take a single again right now. Absolutely. So now 0 1 pitch coming from Cole White. Whoa! This one oh, way, oh, way high. Way high, and Russ is heading to third standing as that ball bounced way out of his glove and right into the net for a pass ball. Well, this should have been caught, so that's why it goes down as a pass ball. Bounces almost directly to the, to the backstop, and Lovich could have 
almost crawled to third base the way that one got away. Dogged in there standing, and now he is just 90 feet away, so Renegades, I'm sure, would take another one of those. I probably could have made that one in. Just saying. I'm not super fast, but I totally could have made it to third on that play. Let's, let's say Lovich had more than enough time to make it, though. <laughs> I mean, he was already third of the way, so only had to go about 60 feet. Now the 1-1 with a runner on third. This one hit on the ground, back up the middle. High chopper, shortstop Bailey's got it. Long throw to first is in time, and that ends the inning. So Cole White gives up a two-out double, a ball that I thought was gone, but it was not. Good try. Close enough, Renegades leave a runner, and we'll head to the ninth, 2 nothing. Don't go anywhere, Renegades. Looking to come back on the Show Me Sports Network. Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Hello, Blake Gasway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need Need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? And you are back on the Show Me Sports Network official broadcasting partners of the Jefferson City Renegades with Ben and Ashley to bring in the ninth inning of baseball here at Vivian Field. We have a new pitcher on the round, mound for the Renegades. Number 15, Carter Gorling, is hoping to finish this game off. Gorling looking to send us to the bottom half of the inning with just a two-run deficit. Renegades will have four, five, six coming up in the lineup. So certainly something that's doable is Gorling pitched on a Sunday, pitched an inning, Gave up a couple of runs in the game that the Renegades ended up winning in the ninth inning, 7-6. And then did not it did not pitch in the game on Monday. This oh. one hit high in the air out to center, oh, going back that's... towards it is Wagner. He is under it, and he's got it one pitch, one out. So yeah, going pitch Sunday, but did not pitch on Monday. Actually came in and played first base on Monday. So gets one pitch, one out here to start the top of the ninth inning. We'll go back to the top now. Caden Bressler, second baseman and pitcher. Not pitching tonight, but we've seen him do it this series. Maybe we'll see him do it again tomorrow. I don't see anyone down there in that uh, Outlaws bullpen, so maybe we'll see Cole White for a third inning. Bressler struck out a couple of times tonight. Looks at strike nice one here. That one bent on in there and got Bressler looking. Bressler 0 for 4 is along with the two strikeouts. He's flown out to left and grounded out to second. It's the fourth pitcher on the evening for Jeff City. He's blew it by him, swinging a miss. One upstairs with the heat, and Bressler went after it and swung right through it for strike two. And just a reminder for our fans listening, our score is still Joplin 2, Renegades not. 
We have Billy. Get out of this inning with no runs added on the board. And so the Renegades will have a chance to get it back in the bottom of the ninth. William Bailey waits on deck. Gorling looking in for the sign. He's got a 1-2 count to Caden Bressler. And here's the pitch. This one bounces in there. Off, I think, the chest of Horsler. And that'll even things up at 2-2. Two and two. Michael Long will bat if either one of Bressler or Bailey reaches. Bressler left-handed batter facing the right-handed pitching Gorling. Recorded the first out on one pitch, and now strike three called. Horsler knew it. He didn't even try to frame. He threw that ball on the way down to third base for he the third round. He threw it before the goal. <laughs> Just uh, getting a little optimistic back there. I mean, that. I mean that. It was. It was a strike, but it was borderline. It was a strike, but I don't know if I would have just chucked it down there right away. Not. Not one that I know. Uh, not. Not one I could say that would be called every time. So either way, it's strike three. Looking, Bressler goes down on strikes for the third time tonight. Now steps in Liam Bailey. Bing! Strike. That's a strike. Number one for this pitch. We got two outs. No runners on. No balls. One strike. And Joplin has two runs, and the Renegades are still sitting on nothing. That one gets away. One and one the count. Bailey is 0 for 2 on the night, but has two walks. Walked in the sixth and the seventh innings. That is. Sorry. That was. Uh, <laughs> did he go into a slide for that foul ball? Well, I think he, he like kind of slid and then threw it right at the umpire, and I don't think he knew the umpire was as close as he actually was, and it was a little dramatic. So 1 1 the count now on Liam Bailey. Right-handed hitting shortstop takes a strike Boom. here, and now one and two, so a tantrum. Strike two. Potential back-to-back -back strikeouts if Gorley can get this one right here. Gorley now looks in. He's retired the first two batters he's faced this inning, and now the one-two. This one. Call strike three. OMG. Oh, uh, so, I, I don't even have words for that, but we made it out with no runs on that half inning. We are bringing it into the bottom of the ninth. Hopefully the Renegades right, can get it going. And down. thanks for listening and Show Me Sports Network. We'll yeah, see you soon. Bye. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal. We're with you all the way. Alrighty, it's time for a potential comeback with the Jefferson City Renegades coming to the plate in the bottom of the ninth inning. 
They were in this spot on Sunday night, albeit not down by two runs. They were down by just one. But they did score two, so if they do it here tonight, they will tie this thing up at two apiece. And here we go. First pitch is up and in. That's a ball. Jackson Lovich steps in the third baseman. Following him will be Jack Matashek and Taylor Hopkins. It's Cole White looking for his third inning pitched, looking for his third scoreless inning. This one fouled back, one and one. Hoping that the Renegades can get a runner on and bring the tying run to the plate. We're in the bottom of the ninth inning. Joplin took a two nothing lead in this one in the top of the sixth inning thanks to two pass balls. Every other half inning before or after has just been a zero. So now Cole White looking to finish off what would be a second straight save against the Renegades. 1-1 one, one pitch on the way. It's one up and in again just over that left shoulder of Lovich, and that makes things 2-1. and one. Third baseman grounded out to second, singled to center, and flew out to right his three at-bats so far this evening. Renegades have not had a ton of runners in scoring position. Only three all night long. It's show here by two. Here's the pitch. This one hit high in the air to right, curling towards the line. Chun racing after it, still running, and he's not going to get it, but it's foul. Lovich gave it a ride. It was about as far into that corner as you can go down the right field line, but it was foul. It is two and two now. Lovich will have to trot all the way back to the batter's box. He was halfway to second base with how long that ball was in the air, how far it was hit. He gave it a ride, but it just kept curling and curling foul. So now he's in a two-strike count. Cole White has had one strikeout so far in his so far, two innings pitched, but only giving up one base runner. It was a double to Ross Lovich last inning. 2-2 two -two pitch. Swung, going to miss, and that's strike three. Ball gets away, throw down to first, and that is out number one. Nice footwork down there at first base by Long. Switched from his left to his right as he went across the bag to make the catch. And a strikeout swing. The second strikeout for Cole White is out number one here in this ninth inning. So after Lovich goes down on strikes, in steps Jack Matashek. Mentioned him a couple times. Tonight, and hopefully we can see those bright red cleats flying around the bases here if he can put one into a gap somewhere. Or he can take a nice jog if he just wants to put one over the fence. So he's got the lefty-righty advantage. He now steps in. First pitch is swung on and missed. Behind that one is Cole White, folks. He's really looked good tonight. Matashek has not faced White. His last at-bat came in the sixth, which would have been the final batter that Adrian Rangel faced. So 0-1-1 pitch now coming, and here it is. This one misses high and outside. That's a ball. 1-1 one one now the count. Renegades need a base runner if they want to bring the tying run to the plate down 2-0 in the bottom of the ninth inning. Cole White going for a three-inning save and just the second pitch of the ballgame for the Allies. Ripped to second, but right at second. Pressler makes a catch as a line-out for the second out of the inning. Matashek hit that ball about as hard as he could, but did not get enough air under it to get over Bressler. Bressler didn't even have to jump and makes that catch head high for out number two. Can't hang your head on that one. Matashek put good wood on it, but just nothing he could do. And that is out number two. So, Renegades down to their last gasp. Taylor Hopkins stepping in, playing second tonight. Right-handed batter waits the first pitch. This one, a called strike outside corner. 0-1-1 now. If Hopkins can reach, Colby Olt on deck. Hopkins 0 for 3 on the night. Three flyouts, two to right and one to left. He's got to get to work here if the Renegades want to prolong this one. 0-1 pitch, no one on, two outs. This one misses low, one and one.
been a largely scoreless game all night long with a pitcher's duel. Maltby pitched great, Rangel pitched great, and so have all these relievers. Only one so far for the Outlaws, that's been White. This one hit foul, and it's now one and two Renegades down to their last strike. Edrian Rangel went six innings pitched, no runs allowed, and Cole White is through two and two-thirds, looking for what would be a three-inning save to close this one out here at Vivian Field and give the Joplin Outlaws a 2-1 advantage in this series before they wrap it up tomorrow night in Joplin. Cole White knows his strike away. He has now stepped back on the mound. One ball, two strike, two outs. Here comes the Hopkins. This one misses. Two balls and two strikes now. Genoan got to be pumping for Cole White. He got the save on Monday night. Pitched a scoreless ninth inning. Just had to, had to pitch one inning. He's being asked to pitch three here tonight. And I see no one down at out, Outlaws bullpens. This inning is all his. And why would you do anything different without Dominic? He has been. Allowed just one hit so far. And it was a double to Lovich. He has been great. So now back on the bump. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Swing and just fouled. I thought he might have missed it. But he got a piece. And that keeps him alive for now. We'll do the two and two again. This inning started with a Jackson Lovitz swinging strike three, and then Matashek hit one on the nose, but right at second baseman Bressler. So two up, two down. And Cole White looking to get to the final strike, the final out of this evening to give the road drop on Alas a win. This one misses and now full. So a ball or a hit away from bringing a tying run to the plate for Jefferson City. They're looking for same rallying magic, which they were able to find on Sunday. Could not do it on Monday when they were down two in the ninth. And they're a strike away from falling here at Vivian Field. Renegades on the season are three and four. This would drop them to three and five. First of four straight games they will play tomorrow through Saturday. All right, here we go. Three balls, two strikes, two outs, nobody on. Two nothing our score. Here's the pitch. Swinging it high in the air to left. Over towards it is Wood Mancy. He is under it, and he makes the catch for out number three. And that's the old ball game. So Renegades get the pitching. They use four pitchers to go nine innings, just two runs allowed, but can't find it on the offensive side, and that will end our ball game. Final score, two to nothing, as the Renegades fall to the second straight game to the Joplin Outlaws, and they do it despite putting up nine runs on Monday. Can't find the offense here tonight. They are blanked on the scoreboard. Just a couple of hits overall, and that will end our evening. Joplin takes one two to nothing before these teams meet for the fourth time in a row tomorrow evening down at Joplin. Don't go anywhere. Even though it's a two nothing loss, we've got plenty to break down on this one. Post game show coming up in just a second. I'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions 
When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are Farmers. Bum, ba, da, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are Farmers. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. All righty, we are back here at Vivian Field for the post-game show. Renegades fall in this one. Two to nothing to the Joplin Allies. And joining me on tonight's post-game show is starting pitch for the Renegades tonight, Brady Mulpey. Brady, after start, how are you feeling right now? Uh, I felt good. Made a lot of really good pitches. Uh, Just... Needed to make a couple more right at that last inning, right whenever I came out. But it was a good outing. Felt pretty good. Most stuff was working. So uh, had a good time, and I'm ready to get back out there next uh, Tuesday. Absolutely. So I saw you pitch in Carroll just about a week and a half ago. Pitched really well, six innings, and then seemed to have that same stuff here again tonight in your start. Finished with five and two-thirds and the four strikeouts. Was there any certain pitch that you felt the best about tonight, or was it just mixing and uh, My fastball was really uh, making them late, and then my slider, I was – tunneling that well with uh, the fastball and so it ended up working out really well. Um, ended up taking some not so great swings and ended up getting out of some big jams there. So you had just the 71 pitches through five innings. Did you feel like you were pitching pretty efficiently tonight getting in quick outs, outs to batter? Yeah, I really did and uh, it, at the end it started to lose a little bit of gas but uh, it was I was rolling through. I remember Joe was calling pitches and I just knew what he was doing before he even put it down. So we were in a rhythm, especially uh, those first five five innings. So does like what you just mentioned with Joe, hey, you guys being in a rhythm, does that really help you get, get rolling? Is that something you can take into inning after inning? Yeah, it's really great. And Joe, uh, he's so good back there. Um, and he really just uh, called a good game. And uh, we ended up uh, pitching really well today. Obviously didn't end up coming out with a win, but he's been great back there so far. So you in that first inning struck out two of the three batters. Does doing something that really early on kind of give you some confidence, or are you kind of steady throughout no matter how Yeah, it did, uh, especially striking out their three-hole. He's pretty good. Um, But we ended up uh, having a good start, and we just kind of kept rolling. So then, you'd like you mentioned, into your start next Tuesday, is there like one particular thing you want to take into that next time on the mound, or is there a couple things you're working on? What are your thoughts now after finishing tonight's out? Yeah, I really want to uh, make sure that I keep on staying good with that fastball in and that slider away. That was really working today, and I want to roll into that. Obviously, the one thing that I wanted to do going into next start is uh, finish it out. Uh, I felt like I could have just done it a little bit better at the end, but uh, it, was, it, was a good, it was a good start, and I definitely can work off that. All right, so last thing before I let you go. You guys heading on the road now to face Joplin tomorrow, fourth straight time you faced them this week. Is there a couple things you guys look to you think you can fix heading into tomorrow, or is it kind of steady, keep with the current game plan? And- yeah, we just need to kind of put some things together. It's uh, been kind of interesting. We've had offense some days, and then we've had uh, just some really good defense. Like, we had a great defense tonight. Uh, if we can just 
put things together. We're really gonna, especially with the pitching that we've been getting lately, we're gonna we're gonna shine. And uh, we just gotta put it all together, and we're obviously really capable. And uh, I believe that we'll keep on doing good. Well, with three straight games now tomorrow, and then I believe it's against Adelia and Chillicothe. Hopefully, you guys get the chance to do that. Brady Malpe, ladies and gentlemen, joining us on the postgame show. Brady, I appreciate you. Thanks so much for coming on. And stay with us on the Show Me Sports Network. We'll be back to wrap this thing up in just a moment. Appreciate you. Moex, Doc and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex, Doc and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex, Doc and Norm Direct. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom using large four. Alrighty, there we go. We are back. Sorry, we had a accidental cord be unplugged. No big deal. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. But now we are back to wrap things up here this evening at Vivian Field after what just was a 2 nothing loss to the Renegades to the Joplin Allies. The third out of four straight games that these two teams play against each other in a row, the first two on Sunday and Monday, and then the third tonight before the Renegades head out to Joplin tomorrow for the fourth and final game. So to wrap this one up, like I said, it was a pitching duel all night long. Brady Malpe, who just joined us, joined us if you missed that, was an excellent interview. Thank him for coming on. He just joined us to talk about his start tonight where he went five and two-thirds innings pitched, four strikeouts, two runs, but neither of them were earned because a couple pass balls allowed those runners to score. And then relieving him afterwards was Drew Voss, who came in, pitched an inning and a third, got three strikeouts, didn't give up any runs. Wyatt Fisher followed with an inning, one strikeout, and Carter Goring pitched the ninth, two strikeouts to retire the Outlaws batters. They were all great this evening. Each pitcher had a couple of strikeouts and was really just... You give up the two runs, none of them earned. So all around great performance by the Renegades pitching staff. Offense was kind of shut down by the two drop-on outlaws pitchers this evening. Was not able to find a whole lot going as Adrian Rangel got the start for drop-on. He went six innings, had a couple of strikeouts, had two in the first, one in the sixth, or one in the fifth, and I believe that was it for him on the evening. Yes, finishes with just three strikeouts for him, and then Cole White gets the three-inning save. He gets two strikeouts across his couple of innings pitched, and he gets the save. Adrian Rangel gets the win, and I believe the loss sadly will have to go on Brady Malpe, even though he gives up zero earned runs, but his runners were the two to score, so he takes the loss. We're going to welcome Ashley back on to talk a little bit after that game. Now joining us for the post-game show. Ashley, uh, what did you see from the Renegades pitching? They were they were on it. Maltby, and then it was Fisher, Gorling, and then the fourth one oh, was Voss. Voss yeah, yep. they did do a pretty good job there, out there on the mound, keeping the runners from scoring. You know, with two to zero, that's it's a pretty low scoring game. So you can only hope that was up to our pitchers out there. Yeah, you got to give props to the Renegades because you I mean when you hold the other team eight out of nine innings, you hold them scoreless, and then the two runs that they do score were on pass balls, and that's. That's not something that's going to happen every game. You kind of chalk that up as a, a weird loss. Offense wasn't able to find it tonight, but it's the team that just scored nine runs on Monday and seven on Sunday. So you have to think that they'll find it again tomorrow night. Yes, hopefully, because we are on the road with Doc and Norm back to Joplin tomorrow. 
So Renegades fall to three and five on the season. They've been hovering right between two games or so around the 500 mark before they head to Joplin, like you said, tomorrow. And then back home here on Friday for Sedalia. Craft Ashley, got anything, anything about that game on Friday? It is going to be a good one. There's going to be, we have a couple organizations coming out, and Craft Beer Night is always a big hit. So be sure to come see us at the ballpark on Friday. And if you're local in town, come see us at Texas Roadhouse. Tomorrow we are doing a fundraiser at our Jefferson City, Texas Roadhouse. All righty, Renegades will then wrap up these couple games in a row with Chillicothe on the road on Saturday before off game Sunday. Well, it's been a fun broadcast tonight. Uh, came out on the lose again, but I, I like to think we, we we had a relatively clean broadcast. I think we were we pretty did. on top of it tonight. We did. I hear we're kind of the favorites now in the field. I love to hear that. So that'll wrap it up for us here tonight. Adrian Rangel gets the win. Cole White on the save. For Ashley Cartier, I'm Ben Schmidt. Thanks so much for joining us on the Show Me Sports Network. Hope everyone enjoyed. Hope also enjoy that interview with Brady Malpe. He was fantastic getting to come on and talk. And we'll see what happens tomorrow as Renegades head to Joplin. I'll be there for that one. Make sure to tune in tomorrow night about 6.45, 6.50 for the pregame. And then we'll be on the way at 7 p.m. Ben Schmidt, Ashley Cartier, pardon me once again. Have a good rest of your Wednesday evening. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. You've been listening to the biggest and absolute best game coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball, the Show Me Sports Network, and the Renegades Radio Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are the ones that know your Renegades the best. Exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball has been brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City. Avon with Michelle Carty. Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Christopher Scott, Farmers Insurance, Doc and Norm Direct, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hoslog Landscaping and Design, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, River Oak Christian Academy, Sawdust Studios, State Tech of Missouri, and Walk Off Wood Bat Company. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching the Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network, your exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades baseball. Serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited.